little snippets. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, as a matter of fact, good morning to Usher. That's the only person I want to greet this morning. That's the only person I'm in the mood to greet this morning. Good morning to Usher. Extra good morning to his team when they released the London dates. But anyways, morning people, it is, where is it today? Monday. Monday, the 12th of February. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And as always, let's introduce ourselves. It's your boy, Six Foot Plus of Pure Temptation. Big Marsh on the east side of the bridge. Good morning, people. As always, your favorite shade queen, my own royalty. And they call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst. And of course, the melanin is jam-packed. That is right. Brent, are you up in here with us? I think so. Uh, morning, morning. <laughs> I think so. Mm-hmm. I have the TDA Live hotline up and running. Mm. It is running like it's supposed to be running. I've Love been that. tweaking shorts behind the scenes. It should be crispy, crispy, nice. crispy. Love that. Have a crisp. <laughs> um, All right, let me say my good, my good mornings. Good morning, Ruby Tuesday. Good morning, T. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, I-Z-A-I. How do you pronounce that? Azai? I-Z-A-I. Yeah. I-Z-I. I-Z-I. Good morning, Star Crow. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, KM. Good morning, Justine. Missy, baby. Good morning, Christopher. Good morning, um, Tijoke. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Kevin Thompson. Good morning, Christy. Um, <clears throat> good morning, Kwarashi T. Uh, good morning, Purple Hells. Good morning, Mercy Prestige. Good morning, Reggie. My G. Good morning, Ed. What's up, Reggie? Um, good morning, Hermelin. You see, I've got it down to a T now. Good weeks. morning, Slim. No, not Slim. SLM86. I want to know what that even means. So interested. Slim 86, John. Uh, <laughs> good morning, Rusty, and good morning, Crucial J. Good morning, y'all. I hope everyone is good. And good morning, Philly. Petite. Morning, everybody. And Antonia. Okay. <laughs> 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 and Andrew 
I think he's American, so... I, why did you get that from Andrew? I think he sends us stuff on TDA. Oh, was that okay? Yeah, yeah, just some, um, like, news from around the world that's black-focused. Um, so, good morning, sir. I have to call you sir, because I know you're an elder gentleman. Okay. Sir. Sir. Love it, sir. Morning, y'all. I hope everyone's good. How are you guys in the room? I'm good. Love that. Yeah, we're good, man. Can't complain. Can't complain, That's yeah. right. Why are you looking at me like that? Why is your head tilted to the side? No reason. I'm great. Are you sure? Why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I be? I'm, I'm trying to find out. Because you looked a little bit suspicious. He's always good suspicious. Do you think? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're always like you're up to no good. That's not true. I'm always doing good in the community. Yeah, but no one knows that because you look like <laughs> <laughs> you're up to no good. <laughs> Your actions are good, but you look like you're up to no good. No, I'm, I'm, I've been behaving. So good, okay. I'm cool. I have a Caribbean roast. Mm, how'd it go? How was it? Caribbean roast is nice. So actually, it's actually near here. It's called um Cafe Caribbean. It's really nice. I will say, if you go, it's very nice. Like it tastes like a home cooked. It's a family owned establishment, okay. and it tastes like homemade food, and that was really nice. But I will say, if you go, tell them you do the gravy yourself. Oh good. It was drowning gravy. And I don't really, I'm, I, I eat, like, I like dry foods. So my ratio to sauce and stuff is never mm. great. This is great. If you want to see my plate, I eat, like, anyway, whatever, let's forget. <laughs> While I was at the table with my friend, with my friend Chris, I realized I think I might give men the ick on dates. I'd never thought about that because of how I eat. Not because of my mannerism when I eat, mm. but I sort through my food. I thought, hmm. Because this is my friend. Mm. Obviously, we had it. We got the same thing. Mm-hmm. But when she was done, like her plate just looked sensible. It's, on my, it's actually on my story. Her mm-hmm. plate looks sensible. My plate, on the other hand, she looked like it'd been through some things. And I was just like, how did this happen? Because in my mind, I was killing it. Like, mm. as in, like, I was eating. Okay, here it is. That's mine. Do you know what I mean? I can't see that. Oh, hold on. Okay. At the top. Right, send it to me, please, so I can show the. It's people. on my story on Instagram. Oh, okay. Let me see. What's yours at the top? Hers is the clean one, the one that looks like someone's got sense. And mine is the... The one at the bottom? Yeah. Oh, so you're just playing with your food, basically? But I didn't think I was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I was. And we got mm. to eat a lot because we love to eat. Mm. But this was... A, and it, it happened last week as well when we went to Poor Boys. Mm. But I didn't say anything. I thought, hmm, okay. It was a one-off. Mm. But literally, yesterday I said, why do you eat like this? Like, what's your problem? Are you fully enjoying it? I loved it. I'm going to go back. Mm. But it was just it was just weird. It was as though like, because in my mind I was eating the things. Mm-hmm. No, that's me finding over Asha. There it is. Like, why does my plate look like that? Where's yours though? Mine is the, the one that's at what? the bottom. That that looks like there's still food on the plate. But I'm done. Finished. But I'm done. I'm not eating any more from that. Uh-huh. I mean, even when I eat chicken, to be fair, mm-hmm. like, I don't skin a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't. <laughs> I don't eat to the bones, mm. <laughs> so that, you know what I mean? But I just felt like, why'd you eat like that? I was really upset with myself and I re- haven't been able to stop thinking about that because in my mind, I was finishing my food. Mm-hmm. But clearly, I look like, a, like it's a plate of a four-year-old. Anyway, so I had that, what's it called? What's that, what's the realisation? Mm-hmm. Epitome, epitome, is, I don't think epitome is the word. Epiphany. Epiphany, that's the word. So that was great. But it was a nice, really nice establishment. Family owned, very lovely. Um, it's called Cafe Caribbean. They've got, Actually, I've only got the one branch in Loughton. Okay. But I think they've got another, like, food truck. Little, you know, them little mm-hmm. things on wheels, food on wheels kind of vibe. Mm. That'd be really cool, you know. 
Um, so yeah, that was nice. Okay. You got like vegan options? I didn't look. Okay. I was so hungry. I'd I'd been out of my house since ten o'clock in the morning. Because mm. I went from church to the shopping centre, then from there I had to run errands, then there. So mm. I was so delirious. No, the people say they don't believe you. Believe me about what? That you were hungry. Oh, can I play like that? <laughs> yeah, but I get full very quickly though. <laughs> I get full very quickly. Like you were just snacking. No, but I was eating. Women do that <laughs> a lot. You know? Women say, oh, you know, I, I love food. I eat I a lot. I love food so never much do. I never do. finish plates. I can't finish food. I can't finish food. But that was, for me, I thought I finished that. <laughs> <laughs> then, then I just said, wait a minute. Why is my plate full? Um, yeah, I, but I get I get filled up very quickly. It's it's annoying because I like to eat. What if about me? I'm gonna eat. But it was really nice. It was a very very lovely um, establishment. Obviously, black owned and that. And I think that man who owns it, like you would see him like kind of around and stuff. Mm. So it was really really sweet. Oh, dope. Um, yeah, dope. very lovely man. So that was that was a lot of fun. What was that this weekend? I can't remember. Obviously, it was Usher's weekend. That was fantastic. Looked yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. on Saturday. I was doing TDA things, but I wasn't doing TDA things. I was tapped into TDA doing things. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I was testing yeah. the um, listening party live settings. So it's now fixed properly, though. Oh, yeah, after your yeah. situation. We it was really through, fun, though. Yeah, we went through Usher's album. It was really fun. I saw some of you lot's ratings. Yeah. You lot acting like it's a classic. What, the album? Yeah. So here we are as well. That reminds me, I got... <laughs> well, I didn't get cooked like that, but on my Insta story, my DMs, people were shouting for me. Mm. But I'm a Nigerian baby through and through. You can't shame me shameless. And I know we didn't win yesterday, but win, listen, they can't shame Nigerians. I like the album. Mm. I yeah. actually like the album. I people was in my DMs talking about maybe like I was deaf, like I couldn't, like I, like I don't have taste, I don't have class. I actually like it. Did you listen to it? Mm-mm. I actually think it's nice because my, but my thing is that. I think the way people listen to stuff, I think that when people listen to music or like a new album, mm-hmm. you start listening to it with old ears, as in you listen to it with mm. the old works they've done. Yeah. I'm aware Usher was body popping to oh, 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 oh. Like, I'm aware of these things. And I also know that with artists, like artists, the sound can change, they can grow. Like, so whenever I listen to a new, a new piece of work, mm-hmm. I listen with an open heart and I don't, I don't compare it to the old thing. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's why I was able to enjoy it. Okay. Because actually, I listened, I've listened to it, I listened to it on Saturday, Saturday mm-hmm. morning. It was literally my, my gym session music. Because mm-hmm. you know, if the album's not good, I'm changing that. Because I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be sweating <laughs> and hearing the things that sound like punishment. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lock it off. <laughs> um, so I listened to that at the gym, then listened to it when at, at um, TD on Discord. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday as well, I went back to it as well. Okay. Ah, actually, I think it's a nice album. Okay, you know what? In, in the same way you were saying how people are maybe being a bit nostalgic about yeah. Usher and all that stuff. Are you maybe being, I'm happy Usher's back. And so no. giving him more props. I've actually, when I think about it, I've actually never gone out of my way to listen to Usher. Okay. Like I listen to Usher in my mixes, in my playlists and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I've, like I've never, when Usher's released an album, I've never sat there waiting for the album to get released. Mm. I only listen to it because I've been, obviously I've been seeing his Vegas shows and I'm like, nah, this man is lit. And as much as I love Chris Brown, I'm like, yeah, babes. I mean, he, he did read Chris Brown for filth in his um, thing. He says, you can keep asking for verses. Stop the foolishness, essentially. <laughs> and he said, I know what you want, baby. He ain't, he, he ain't it, basically. But anyways, um, so I've never actually gone out my way to be like, oh my gosh, an Usher album's coming out. Da, 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 da. But this time I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to it. And it was really, I really liked it. I really, really enjoyed it. There's some songs I could have not done on there. Mm. 
Burner Boy should never been on, should not have been on that song. Like, yeah, okay. yeah. I love Burner. I love features that Burner does. I think Burner is just. I think Burner is one of the greatest artists, performers, artists, because mm. all rounded to come from Nigeria and stuff. However, the song opening the album as well, I just feel like Osha should have just done it, even if it's a two minute song. You, babe, mm. you didn't have to fill in the gaps. Just you should have sang, mm. and it just felt like Burner's verse. It felt like they weren't in the studio, and it felt like Burner didn't know what he was sending a verse for. They just mm. had a burner verse, mm. and they just slapped you on that song. Yeah, it was very out of place, and it was just like, no man, cut that shit off. And then that song about big as well. If I'm hearing Usher, <laughs> a whole ass Usher sing about what he used to order from McDonald's as a kid, I'm trying to hear that on an album. Get it off. There was a that song, song where off. he was saying, "I miss you like Puck." That was what. That was. That terrible. was. That was ridiculous was as well. Well, that line or the whole song? It's no, the line, the whole song. <laughs> because you start to think, oh, this song has potential. Then you hear him talk about, I miss you like Aaliyah. Mm. I miss you like Park. Excuse me? That's Jada's line. Stop it. You're not doing this. <laughs> yeah, that song as well. I feel like there's a few, because it was 20, it's a 20 track album. Okay. I think it could have been a 15. It's like a couple songs here and there, but they're not so bad that you don't like the album. Does that make sense? Mm. No, I think it's a decent album. I like it. Yeah, when you go track by track and you listen without hatred. Oh, yeah, without like, hating your heart, you like it, man. Yeah. But you're not expecting confessions. And that's why you keep, you keep getting disappointed. But I liked it, man. I'm looking forward to when he does announce the London shows. I know it's on his way. So it should be fun. So um, we're going to be doing a little Sims listen party. It's only a few tracks. You want to host it? No, man. Well, people right, asked. Mm -hmm. there, was, um, there was a flood of requests. Mm -hmm. For you to host it. Oh, my God, this press playing it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Well, you got introduce it <laughs> and, and talk over it. Like, well, like introduce its song. Yeah, introduce the song. Like Tugger. Yeah, I could just read the name of the song. Mm. This is yeah, called. that's it. And then you be pressing the speaking like like woo. Yeah, so you gotta woo! do sound effects. <laughs> 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 if you're feeling it, you gotta let us know you're feeling it. If it ain't it. I also don't know. You don't know. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't have not pulled this fruit. I'll do it. Do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's see. Let's see. You're asking for it. Yeah. Since you're, since you're dying for you're it. You're dying for it. Let's let's go. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> okay. Date in the calendar. <laughs> Gonna break the internet chat. <laughs> but no, it was it was a lot of fun though. It's really cool. It's nice. I, the the Discord is actually really lit. Yeah, the features like, are, are the really features nice, are man. so cool because even with the listening, then the Discord has a chat like the chat big up notorious as well. Um, but it was just it was really fun. It was actually really fun to do. So looking forward to the next one. All right, I have two things from Spotify that I forgot to put up. I'm gonna put it up right now. Okay, thank you. So how was your um? How did you? We're not waiting until reaction to talk about um Nigeria. Nigeria. I was really disappointed. I'll be honest with you. So this is the first one I watched. Right, this is the first match I've watched. So this Afghan situation. I'm shocked they even made it that far. I'm real with you. <laughs> I'll be real. I was watching it, and I was shocked. My brother's cooking me and my sister in the group chat. He said we're very ungrateful. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he'd be cooking. We're getting cooked till morning. I was shocked that we actually made it that far in the first place. The two goals they scored here. You know when, do you know what? That's the kind of prayer I pray for myself in terms of my enemies being confused. You know when your enemies are plotting against you in confusion mm -hmm. and then you just slide through? That's the kind of prayer I pray for myself, and that's the blessings that come upon my life because they were literally was everyone was all gathered, 
by the what's it called goal post mm. it was all gathered there and the ball just like it was just it was so quick that I actually blinked and I missed both goals by Ivory Coast I couldn't believe it but big up big up them though big up the Nigerian <laughs> also big up Ivory Coast I have to big up the guy who scored their winning one like you know that he had mm. cancer what seven months ago yeah. and now he's playing and then he scored that for them I was so happy for them for that Mm. But I will say, obviously, the jokes were flipping hilarious. Oh, the it? jokes on the time... I went to bed at 11 because of the, jo the jokes were so flipping funny. But one thing about I love Nigerians here, like, I love being Nigerian so much because you can't shame Nigerians. Because obviously, people are very... A lot of our enemies gathered mm -hmm. to, to try and humble us. Yeah. But you still don't understand that when it comes to, like, Nigerians and the confidence we have, we're born with it. You can't remove it. On mm -hmm. a kind of African people say, saying, "Sorry, anyway, it's just a cup." People like, like <laughs> people like when you raise the cup to the light, the silver shines brighter. Anyway, the way Nigerians can get themselves out of anything, mm -hmm. also have to pick up that Ivory man. I did not know they were fine like that. <laughs> I did not. Never knew what Ivory men looked like. Big <laughs> <Pick> up them. <laughs> so but you had drug boys in the Premiership for years. Big up that. Nah, big up, <laughs> up them, man. Big up them. But seeing all of them, do you know what I mean all of them gathered? I was like, oh, you look cute. Okay. But yeah, big is, up. Bonjour now. This is what I saw that was hilarious to me. Brent, don't <laughs> <finish>. <laughs> no, look, I was crying look, at this. Look at this. <laughs> Where is that? Because you know, basically in Nigeria, our, mas our mascot is the super eagle. We call ourselves the super eagles. Yeah. So they said, they said, the Madras released the Super Eagle. The Eagle landed. It's a picture. <laughs> there was another one I sent to my family group chat, and it was basically, um, it was an eagle, yeah? But it had like bandages <laughs> People were so out of order, man. It was so, out. and it was so funny because when the game was going, Nigerians were tweeting, they were like, oh, um, they were like, why is Africa is playing so hard? They don't support black people. Because <laughs> they were like, a win for Nigeria is a win for Africa. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the jokes was too much. But the Ivorians as well, every little thing these guys were laying on the floor, laying on the floor. I was like, get up, man. Like, I feel like as a footballer, that, that, could, that would give me an ick. If my man was a footballer and he's out here faking injuries on the pitch, that would really give me the ick. Because maybe we can see it. We can see it. We saw nothing happen to you. The guy was nowhere near you. Yeah, Why are you holding onto your head? No, they don't care. And then the next second, your knee. Make up your mind. Which injury is it? But it was, it was, it was interesting to watch. I should have gone to bed then. I should have just caught the scores in the morning. I didn't see one game of the Afghan. You know that. Oh, oh yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, like I haven't yeah. watched like a single match. I don't think you missed anything. I don't think I have either. No, that's, the worst, that's the worst part. No, haven't. About the whole situation. That's it. yeah. Because right. literally yesterday. It's the saddest thing. I didn't miss. You didn't. Yeah, you actually didn't miss a thing. thing. My brother was like, he's going to bed. Obviously, the man, he does what he does, isn't it? Big up, Alex. But he wakes up every day. I think he wakes up at four or five. Something's crazy like that anyway. But he was like, I'm not wait, staying up to watch the game. He was like, I'm not being paid for this. I'm going to bed and I'm waking up for work. Da, 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 da. So when me and my sister were talking to the group chat last night, obviously, he's woken up this morning. He was like, well, I made the right decision. He was like, I made I said, you know what? I should have followed your day. I should have gone to bed. I don't know. By what time was the game? Eight, eight o'clock. Okay. What time did you go to bed? Eight. Okay. Yeah, in their household, the lights out, boy. I love it. Whenever if I miss my sister-in-law, you don't get messages in the morning. They're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> love a disciplined household. But yeah, man, you can't shame the shameless man. I love Nigerians. Nigerian spirit. And of course, as soon as we lost, as soon as they, the last whistle went off, people were like ah, Tinubu's to blame. 
See the book? Did this. And it was so funny because um, Jolla from um, I Said What I Said podcast, mm. she was like, anyway, why did anyone expect anything good to come from his administration? <laughs> I said, you know what? Fair. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it was funny, man. But I actually thought y'all were going to steal it, even though I did. Ivory Coast was um, playing better than you. They played way better, man. That like, Nigeria's defense was just like, I don't know, man. I just thought, I was honestly shocked. My biggest shock was that we made it this fun. And when I started seeing how they were playing, I thought, hmm. If, if, we could, if, like, if they keep defending properly, then yeah. But you know what it is it's about football as well? As soon as, when you're equal, cool. But as soon as the other team know they got upper hand, when they scored that two, they, I've, they were on, it was like they just got laced with a bit of crack. They were literally <laughs> playing and fighting for their lives. And they just had so much confidence. And unfortunately, when they have so much confidence, the other team... Pretty sad. I mean, I yeah, just have yeah, these yeah. fake Nigerians. Spirit what the hell's going low. on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, man, we got them. Mags, awesome man. No oh, bad. I don't want my ass no. Huh? <laughs> don't want my ass no. You should I watch the last play now. You should watch the last filthy. I was telling you that that's not what you don't need. You don't. You nope. Need, you don't, don't need need to talk. You don't <laughs> nope. want. You don't want Osherman. No. Nope. Not for Arsenal style of football. No. Nope. Liverpool could take him. Like Serious? A, he's like a. Because like he's like um. Darwin. Yes, he is. He'll score more goals than Darwin though, probably. But yeah, I'm not interested in that. Oshman's, Oshman's not what you need. They're throwing tomatoes at me in the chat, bro. Miles? I said they're throwing tomatoes at me in the chat. Bro. Oh, because this, you, this, you said that you didn't watch any of the games, basically. Oh, mm. but they say you want the white players play. Huh? They say you're not supporting the black teams or you're supporting the white, the white teams. Oh, there's black team, there's black players Manchester in there. Manchester United, in there. yeah, the black players in there, but Kobe, originally. Kobe Mini. Yeah, there's black players there, but you know what it is? This year, I didn't feel like there was like, I don't really care about the teams to be totally honest with you. I'm on a players thing. And I just didn't feel like there was like elite, elite players that I needed to watch. Mm. Like, if that makes sense. Not mm. disrespect. There's some decent ones there, but there wasn't, there wasn't no one that I needed to see play, mm. to be totally honest with you. So, mm. I mean, the highlights ain't even flying like that. I didn't miss none. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sure you had a great time. And it was a wonderful tournament, I know, but I'm saying for me personally. Well, how Tijoki reported on it? I think we missed quite a few games, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How Tijoki reported on it? I think we missed quite a few games, to be honest. Tijoki was probably the best thing about her. Big up Tijoki, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, honestly, props to Tijoki because he really showed up and showed out. Mm. We asked him for one simple task mm. and he did not fail. He showed up and showed out. So big yes. up Tijoki. 100%. 100%. So did, are you happy with the result, Ivory Coast? Surely, oh, it's Africa. A win's a win, isn't it? Surely. Hey, TDA, like we're going to celebrate yeah, that. I like that. Who is a win when I like that? I like that. Black people just won. Exactly, black people Africans just won. Because it was all black. It's all black. No, Africans. There's no losses. It's AFCON. Am I slow? No, you're not. What are you talking about? It's AFCON. Yeah. It's all Africans. Yeah. Oh, unless you're talking about black versus. Okay, the other Africans. They got knocked out, though. With the other Africans. It's a win for all when Nigerians. Moroccans. Yeah, the Moroccans, half the South Africans. Did they even play football there? Yeah, Egypt. <laughs> you know, the Arabs and them. <laughs> the whites. Can't read them. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was nice. I think it was, it was fun. I like football always brings people together. And that's always, that's always a fun time, isn't it? Yeah, I hope mm -hmm. no one gets flogged after that, though. I hope Nigerians don't get flogged. Because Nigerians can be so brutal sometimes. Yeah. There's times when, you know, they haven't won something and they've gone and they've met them at the airport. Ready to flog them, physically flog them. There was. So a... I hope they all disperse to their international homes for a while, let it die down, and then go back. 
there was a Nigerian player that prayed after he lost, like he was doing that. What do you think he was saying to God? Jesus, please. God, I beg. To do what? That's what he was saying. <laughs> just God, I beg. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just thank God, innit? I think that's what thank it was. Thank you, Lord. Thank, thank you, you that we came, we saw, none of us left with broken bones. Ah. Yeah. Nigerians are very half yeah. full people. Mm -hmm. So, yes, we didn't win, but thank you, God, for the opportunity that we even came and we did it, da, da, da. Next time, we go again. Kind of vibe. But God, I beg, is, covers a lot of a multitude of things. God, I beg in good things. God, I beg in bad things. God, I beg in God, just help me. Mm. God, I beg is such a mood. But, yeah, man, big up Nigerians. It's so funny how you know. I, so, I love it when I see women who don't, who don't follow football. Because I love football, but I just can't follow it. I just don't, can't follow it. But you, it's, I love it when you see us tap into like World Cup or Africa and certain things that we can that we can keep up with. Mm -hmm. And you just and we're so invested, and you think we know our stuff, but then we always ruin it at the end. Because after all of this, we're like anyway. Next year we go, we get it's like our oh, girls. <laughs> girls. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that. It's not a yearly. It's not an annual event. <laughs> but no, man, it was fun though. The jokes are flying. But yeah, we got a lot to talk Where about. Where is Afcon every two? Yeah. Because it's not four. Twenty twenty six. So they can't. Yeah. Um, yeah, it isn't. Isn't it? It's every two. Huh? Yeah, it isn't. It's every two, I think. Yeah. yeah so yeah. then, basically, technically, we do go again in year six. So next year, we're going to try and qualify, right? Yeah, it's every mm -hmm. year you have some sort of. There we go. So the girls are right, man. Yeah. Sorry, girls. The girls know their stuff. Women in sports, now. You sure it's not even four? Nah, mm -hmm. super. Uh, no, um, World Cup is every four. Yeah. And no, you don't take my word for it. It's every four. two. And then they all yeah. So we every two years. So the Afcon's not four years. Afcon's. I'm telling you, so as a fact, it is every two years, and World Cup is every four years. Jeez, yeah. Women in sports. Uh, listen, I don't know why my if Brent, don't tell what you Google there. I, I think <laughs> you Google. Dare, don't Google. <laughs> I, I heard you type. I, I just Google. think it's I disgusting. Typed it, I typed in the chat. Esther has spoken. No, you mm. didn't. Just didn't press enter. You're a liar. <laughs> the day after the, the Lord's day. Go look at the chat. It will be me. I will be all the women in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know? You, you know my situation. <laughs> but you know, Esther, you're right. But so are the other ladies. You know, it's that's every, what I'm saying. It's yeah, two years, but it's also next year. Yeah. No, so that's, why, that's why I apologize to the girls. Okay. So okay, yeah, we okay. do go again next year because they'll be qualifying and whatnot. Not, even, yeah, the, not even the qualifiers. I, I think it's just back to Chuchuke saying it's back to the odd numbers. Oh, so because yeah. one was postponed because of COVID mm -hmm. or something. something oh, no, yeah. I time for that. Let COVID go, man. Oh, so they want to catch back up like what they done with the World Cup I in the winter? So, yeah. Oh. I'm oh, sorry. so that's next year then? Next year. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I don't Is that a fact, it, Brent? It's according to. Our, I believe our... everything that Chukajuki says, sorry, at this point. Oh, said it? Oh, yeah, that's his Blind devotion. Yeah, I don't have him to follow that next year. I have things doing. <laughs> That's wonderful. But anyways, we've got our uh, show and a half today, so let's get into it, please. Muting it. Hold up. Thank wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. Is muted? Wait.
friend has never taken such precautions. Sorry, man, over to you. There's some comments in the um from Spotify, you know. Oh, is there? Have you got it now? Mm-hmm. Fuck, I'm not, hold on, let me refresh. Why doesn't this doc just up, up, update? Okay, Lynn, every time I see this, I want to say Lynn May. <laughs> Lynn M32 says, great guest, always seeing their adverts everywhere and meaning to try them. So this was my cue to purchase, always here for products made for us especially. Dope. That's the word. And GMW also says, very inspiring, we'll definitely be purchasing. That is in relation to our Ava Estelle guest. So big up him. Big up, big up, big up. Big up Ava Estelle. Um, just seen in, in the group chat, well, in the group chat, in the chat, that um, the next AFCON is going to be in Morocco. <laughs> I don't even know, man. No but, more. You know. If they don't make it to listen, <laughs> for everybody's sake, I hope Morocco make it to the finals. Because if they don't, <laughs> you will have to do frog jump in and out of the studio or the stadium. Boy, That's all so right. funny, man. So, our first headline you know, Prince Harry's back in the news, man. Big up, Prince Harry. <laughs> and his lawyers said that a British newspaper publisher has agreed to pay Prince Harry a substantial sum in costs and damages for invading his privacy with phone hacking and other illegal snooping. Wonderful. So his attorney, David Sherborne, said uh, to the Mirror Group newspapers that, um, pardon me, said that Mirror Group newspapers had agreed to pay all of Harry's legal costs plus damages and would make an interim payment of £400,000 within the next 14 days. The final tab will be assessed later. Harry was awarded £140,000 in damages in December after a judge found that the phone hacking was widespread and and habitual at Mirror Group newspapers in the late 1990s and went on for more than a decade whilst executives at the papers covered it up. Judge Timothy Fancourt found that Harry's phone was hacked to a modest extent. Mirror Group newspapers said that it had paid more than £100 million in other phone hacking lawsuits over the years but denied wrongdoing in Harry's case. Our next headline takes us to Israel, where um, Israel says that has said that two male Israeli hostages have been rescued in a raid in Rafah. This is amid uh, reports of heavy Israeli airstrikes on the southern Gazan city. The Israeli military said that the two men are in good medical condition. Earlier, the Palestine Red Crescent Society said that Rafah were under attack and sorry was under attack with a number of deaths reported. It follows warnings from the international community over Israel's planned offensive in a city where one and a half million people are sheltering. Israel said it had conducted strikes in southern Gaza, provided no details. But in a later statement on social media, the IDF, the Israel Defense Forces, said that during an overnight joint operation between the IDF, the ISA, which is Israel's security agency, and the Israel police, two Israeli hostages from the kibbutz near Yeshak were actually rescued. This is a 60-year-old by the name of Fernando Simon Marmon and a 70-year-old by the name of Louis Ha. Um, the rescued hostages were taken to Sheba Medical Center in the central Israel, in central Israel, pardon me, for tests. The IDF posted na- the IDF posted nighttime footage of a hos- of a holico- helicopter, pardon me, landing at an unspecified location. It's unclear whether the men were actually aboard. And the last headline brings us back to the UK. I'm not too sure if you guys heard about this year. But one of these Labour candidates um, in Rochdale was completely wrong, apparently. This is according to um, Labour's UK campaign coordinator. He was speaking about the incident and he said that this particular guy who I'm going to get into, his name is Mr Ali, um, was completely wrong to say that Israel deliberately allowed a 7th of October massacre and basically to to give it the green light to invade um, Gaza. 
He basically said there's a conspiracy behind it. And he said this um, openly, apparently. So speaking to Sky News, um, Sky News Sunday morning with Trevor Phillips, uh, senior shadow front, front bencher Pat McFadden pointed out that Azhar Ali had issued a full apology and retraction and hoped that he learns a good lesson from it. Mr. Ali had also criticized Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer over his approach to the Israel-Hamas conflict. The row erupted after the Lancashire County councillor's comments were published by the Mail on Sunday newspaper. His remarks had been branded warped and disgraceful by the Jewish community, which fears they could further fuel hostility. It will, it will also be seized on by political opponents, this is obviously according to other people, their you know, um, assessment of the situation. But they believe in the other uh, political opponents will seize on this and use it as evidence that Sakir Starmer has failed to change Labour since he took over, well, since Jeremy Corbyn, um, when the party was embroiled in the anti-Semitism controversy. Mr Ali made his comments at a meeting at at a meeting of the Lancashire Labour Party in the wake of the October atrocity, where he claimed that the Israeli government had removed its border security to enable the Hamas attack. So this is what he actually said. He said, the Egyptians, Egyptians are saying that they warned Israel 10 days earlier. Americans warned them a day before that, that something's, got, something's happening. They deliberately took the security off. They allowed that, sorry, they deliberately took the security off. They allowed that massacre that gives them the green light to do whatever they bloody want. After someone suggested that Sakir Starmer was held in high regard, um, Mr. Ali also replied and said, can I disagree with you? A lot of the MPs I've spoken to, non-Muslim MPs, feel that on this issue, he lost the confidence of the parliamentary party. And that's it for the headlines. Thank you. Let's get into what you say in Topic of the Day. All right, so... Um, today's topic of the day, yeah. I want Brent to play a clip, but basically the, the question is basically, based on this clip that Brent's going to play, is this racial discrimination, what she's describing? Mm-hmm. Is this real, like, does she have a point? Is she valuing everything she's saying? Or mm-hmm. really, is this just good business sense on the part of Walgreens, the company that she's pretty much criticizing? So Brent, if you don't mind, can you play the first link, please? Planning to close yet another pharmacy in the Massachusetts 7th. This closure is a part of a larger trend of abandoning low-income communities. These closures are not arbitrary and they are not innocent. They are life-threatening acts of racial and economic discrimination. That is why I joined with Senator Markey and Warren to demand answers from Walgreens CEO. Why was there no community input, no adequate notice to customers, and no transition resources to prevent gaps in health care? Shame on you, Walgreens. Having a website with talking points about health equity and underserved communities is not enough. Walgreens is a multi-billion dollar corporation that needs to put their money where their mouth is and stop divesting from black and brown communities. Walgreens is... Isn't Walgreens like a supermarket, like a Tesco? Mm -hmm. So yeah, they're closing down so. in certain communities, yeah. in like predominantly black, poor communities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a form of racism, 100%. Okay. Tell me why. Because um, with those areas, so you find that sometimes in certain situations, some products will be cheaper in certain areas than they would in other areas because of the socioeconomic situation there. So if there's no other shops and whatnot that's available, and that's the most affordable thing that people, I don't know if that is, but let's just mm-hmm. say that's the cheapest 
was gonna say I was gonna use the example of like Lidl now, but Lidl is flipping expensive now. Bloody rude. But let's just say that's the cheapest place people can go and get food and do their grocery shoppings and whatever. And then you close that down, knowing that they can't afford everything else. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take into consideration the socioeconomic status of the people that live there, mm. which should be taken into account. Even though it's somebody's business. So if it's your business, right? Yeah. And you decide, you know what, you want to pack up here, maybe not yeah. making enough profit, whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a pharmacy. Yeah. Oh. So, so say say it's your business, right? Yeah. Would you feel as though you need to be there? Yeah, but these, we, when it comes to businesses and businesses on that scale, they work with the government. Like the government are involved in their business. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I'm the person who created this idea and this business and whatnot, but I'm not the person who, when it comes to opening this branch, this branch, this branch, I'm not the person that's necessarily going boots on ground to visit every site. Do you get what I mean? And also these businesses as well, they, there's government regulations in in place mm -hmm. when it comes to a lot of businesses, especially businesses business like that, where it's food shops, pharmacies, da, 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 da. So I think the government has a role to play in that, as in like they have a responsibility to make sure that there's affordable shops and, blah, 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 and whatever else mm. in areas. So, okay, so yeah. but, okay, but is it is it the government's fault or is it the business's fault though? You know what I'm saying? Because why why should you come with an idea and you put your money into this particular thing? The government didn't give you no money to start it. Yeah, you're starting it, and you feel you know what? I want to move my business for whatever reason. You decide, mm -hmm. right? Why should you have to be there if you don't want to be there anymore? I think it's the government's fault. Okay, but then when people close down a the shop, they don't let the government know. Do they let it? You saying? Yeah, do they? They should. About they, they, they might do. I'm they sure there's do. some in some way, least some somehow the government mm. notified, and I think is I think ultimately it is the government's fault. Okay, cool. Is the government's fault why people can't afford? Why people don't get paid enough in their jobs? Is the government's fault? No, not necessarily. Not that part of it. Where it's like you know maybe the government's mismanaging certain things in in the economy, but more so the business directly. No, but I mean like <clears throat> I'm saying it's the government's fault in terms of finances because that's why the people are in the social in the socioeconomic group that they're in. Okay. And that affects where either they can go and shop for things and blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I don't know the pharmacy situation. So what's the alternative? If they're not shopping for Walgreens, is medicine cheaper there? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it is. I think it's, it has everything that they, they basically need. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's the best place for them to pretty much come to. Especially in America where they don't have, like, they don't have uh, free healthcare service. Mm. They have to pay for all these things. Yeah. I think the government, I would say the government is to blame more than Walgreens, actually. Is it, if it's just a pharmacy, is there, like a, is there like a compare? In that area, I'm not too sure. There, there might be, there might be, but like Walgreens is a, huge. Yeah, but you said it's a pharmacy. It didn't say like it was a, like a necessary like a <coughs> discount. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't, thing, I don't think it is a discount place. But you know how you may get like certain things in boots cheaper than if you went to like a normal, a normal Roland's pharmacy, for example. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I think they're like, they're huge. Like, yeah, oh. they're, they're, they're a huge thing. You're so they might have to go to like kind of private owned pharmacies kind of thing. Yeah, maybe the, the cost might be a bit more expensive, what it yeah. may be. And you pretty much can find everything you need pretty much at, at Walgreens. But if, if, for example, they don't want to be there, and the government is not funding your business to be there. But that's the thing, though. Is the government not funding it, though? Because sometimes... I don't think so. I mean, I don't know for sure, but I don't nah, think... because sometimes the government, the government do that? Don't, they have, to, don't they have to make sure that, the, that, like, they provide for the communities? How can there be an area without a pharmacy? Like, there must be, like... I reckon there's probably other pharmacies, but it'd just be more expensive. Yeah. But they can't afford it. So the accessibility is... Yeah. Because, like, Amazon, they get um, tax relief uh, when they serve the community in which it is yeah. they're placed in. So... There is some form of government intervention, I believe, mm -hmm. for these private businesses. 
Yeah. And they got like a duty of care almost. Once you're in there and you set up and you're providing medication you're for... This is it, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's what, that's what, yeah, that's why I feel like... Because I feel like if it's a one, if it's like a smaller... Say I had one, like a smaller business, that's different in terms of if I decide to come out of the area, it's my business kind of thing. But I feel like when you're on that level and you've got branches everywhere and all over the states and stuff like that, the government is involved in your business. So if Walgreens as well decided to, to leave, then yeah. Mm. I can see why they're saying it's racist. Okay, okay. Brent, is that what you think? I am saying whoever's there in the chat, they're saying the most. I would like you to call in. Well, jump in the TDA Live hotline. Jump in. And I will let you on to speak. Give us some context. Give us a little bit more color. Come on, man. Let's get this production value up and running, baby. <laughs> Come on, Stacey. Do you feel as though if, if Boots left, would you guys feel some type of way? If let's just say, um, in your particular area, so everyone... you ask me if it's if I own a private company, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my company keeps on getting raided in this particular area, and I'm okay. just losing yeah. out left, right, and center, right? Mm-hmm. I am not going to basically remain there, yep. especially if it's government's not looking to basically bring in some sort of protection for me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's my response. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I, I agree. I I don't personally think this this business has any like there's no duty of anything to to be there. If if for example nobody funded my business to be there and I decided to leave one day, then it's up to me to leave. That's how I see it. Unless the government makes a deal with me to stay there, then they subsidize certain things. They help me with my tax and but the government does do things. that. Though. That's the thing. I think thinking people thinking that businesses on that kind of scale mm-hmm. don't um liaise with the government for things is very naive no they liaise just like other business liaise but there's nothing specific to make me stay in that particular place not necessarily as well because also as well with some businesses like businesses know which area they're targeting and why they want to go there and da 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 and so like race could be a play in that sometimes if it, if a business says you know actually I'm going to go to this area because this is the kind of people that live here or this is the racial um, ratio of people that live here and they would benefit from this because it's the kind of illnesses they have in their community mm-hmm. and da 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 like all of that stuff plays a part like I don't think anything is a standalone situation like with this corporation especially big corporations like that mm-hmm. they know the kind of conversations they're having they know that they're having conversations of well you know the majority this is, for example the majority black people when their jobs aren't really great and this is what they on average this is what they earn in the area it's not really going to help our profits we're taking it out mm. And again, like Marzo said, I feel like with certain industries, I feel like there is a duty of care because it's to do with it's to do with medication for people for illnesses. It's literally to do with life and death. So why why do you see as why do you think there should be a duty of care? Because it's to do with life and life and death. Yeah, but if you if you're gonna certain businesses, there is a duty of care. If you want to open a business to sell pancakes, mm-hmm. That's your own. That's not you haven't got a duty of care to serve pancakes like that. Mm-hmm. But if you got if you're gonna open a business to sell medication, mm-hmm. you do have a duty of care to people that you, that you're that you're serving. You have a duty of care to make sure you, when they come in and I ask for diabetes medication, you're not giving me one for a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Or you're not giving th- there's a duty of care in place because of what of the gravity of what it is that you're handling. Yeah, yeah. I don't that really know. Right. I don't really know like I don't really know like the information what's going on, obviously. I'm just hearing it. So if it's like a pharmacy, even if it's not just solely a pharmacy, but if it's a pharmacy and 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 that's what it is, and it's a big store and all that, if it goes, I'd, I'm I'm just assuming there should be a replacement in it. But but who's 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 um who's 
job is it to make sure yeah. there's a replacement? Well, the yeah. government's, isn't it? And and if you decide to leave, should somebody be able to brand you as as somebody who's um, racist and using discriminatory practices? But how many stores are they closing? Just one or multiple? I think apparently, what, what this woman is basically saying is is that there's an overall trend of people abandoning. This is how she says it. This, this is part of a larger trend of abandoning low-income communities. Mm-hmm. So it may not just be Walgreens. It may be other franchises as well, other companies as well that's leaving certain low-income um, communities. But obviously, we know that some of the problems that come with being in a low-income community. So... There's people from all races in low-income communities as well. 100% there is. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Oh. Can anyone else hear? Not loud. Not loud. Oh, How about now? I can hear y'all, but it's the sound is not connected to the mics. Yeah, it's not because um we've moved over to a uh, an updated um system. I will call you after the show to basically walk you through it. Don't worry. Okay. Um, where where did y'all leave off? So first of all, you were telling us that Walgreens is a. Uh, pharmacy and not a like a like a market where you can get all these different things right yeah it's exactly the same as boots okay like exactly they are owned by the same company okay so think of it for y'all as how y'all see boots that's exactly what walgreens is for us it's primarily a pharmacy but it also operates like a convenience store so you can go there and buy other things but even the thing the other things they sell is sold at a markup so the excuse of oh it's a uh, a need in the community no it's like if if you need say i don't know uh, you need some extra juice or you ran out of juice or water or whatever like you can go there and buy it but it's uh, far more expensive to buy it at a walgreens than it is to buy at your regular grocery store it's not meant to be there to service stuff like that it's primarily a pharmacy okay. and it has no affiliation to the government it's a private business. And Wes in the chat actually hit the nail on the head. A lot of their stores, like, especially in, in these rougher areas, like, they suffer from a lot of, like, what do you call it? Theft. So when you go in there, a lot of their stuff is locked up. So I wouldn't be surprised if financially it wasn't making sense anymore because of theft. So at the end of the day, it's a business thing. Like, I get the take, but the, the, the wholeness shouldn't be on the company Walgreens flipping it on the head of racial discrimination it should be on the government not placing enough incentives and protections for these different businesses to come and service these areas where things like theft are heightened the, go- the government bails companies out all the time for nonsense the, 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 the what do you call it the, um, what's the word i'm looking for the car industry in America is nonsense. The government bails General Motors out of bankruptcy all the freaking time. Like, there are things the government can do to incentivize these companies to still exist in places like this where, on a regular, the financials wouldn't make sense. So if we're flipping it on anybody, it's not Walgreens. It should probably be the government's not doing enough to incentivize these companies. Mm-hmm. But I do want to ask, where is this taking place again? Oh, I'm not too sure, you know. Um, in the clip, the lady didn't say the, the name of the area. I wonder if this is this is up north in California because in in Oakland there's some part of Northern California that I'm I saw a lot of uh, posts recently about businesses closing out there. Um, so I wonder if this is like another one of those businesses, and that's why the conversation is as big. But I feel like this is not one of those things that requires. I feel like it's kind of black and white. If it's not making sense financially, like what's the take or what's the debate? Mm-hmm. 
don't know. So, so do you think this is a situation of us or people being too woke then? And every time just blaming everything on like racial discrimination? to normalize that type of rhetoric because mm-hmm. I think that it minimizes sometimes like a lot of the things that do end up uh, that are racially motivated but I, in this particular instance no I don't think it's racially motivated I, I do I, I would be remiss to not mention that it does happen to be a lot of our areas that this is a problem like mm-hmm. let's not be naive like it is you know lower income you know minority areas that do have you know business issues i get that but i think if if it is a need which it is we do need pharmacies people to be able to access have easy access to medicine it is the government's job to incentivize incentivize private businesses to be able to continue doing business in those areas or they could also very much have more like we call it we have public hospitals that also run pharmacies like it might be something to look into to have those public hospitals have pharmacy locations outside of the public hospitals. That's an option. Mm. Do you feel, do you feel like if they benefited from, I don't know, certain tax breaks that they should stay there then? If that could be a government incentive to keep them there to offset some of the costs of theft, if theft is the issue. Mm. But I, I feel like this, there has to be more to the story here. Like I, I, I don't feel like anyone would, would just play the racial discrimination card off a of business closing. Like, what did, did Walgreens do anything, you know, before disclosure? Like, what? There's, there's not much to the clip. Is Maybe there's just a pattern that? of businesses closing in certain, in certain areas. areas. I yeah. think she mentioned That's just going to that. affect mm-hmm. certain demographics, isn't it? Because yeah. even mm-hmm. though it's not a race issue, if the areas that they keep closing these shops in are in a certain, are from a certain demographic, then it's mainly it's going to be the black people and people of color or the minorities that feel the effects of it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it is Northern California. Oh, well, is? this is Boston. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was going to say when you asked know. Stacey the question about if it's someone just playing race card. I don't think it is because if you're living in the area and you're trying to get the area to do well, da 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 mm-hmm. but then you keep seeing businesses come in and out, in and out, as if you lot don't, like you guys' needs don't matter and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a bit I much. mean... I, I hear that. I, I I guess the um the overarching problem could be a race thing, but I don't think it's it's fair to say that the businesses are motivated by race. You know what I'm saying? I I think every business is motivated by profit, and if you go there, you're not making profit. If if, it's, if the struggle is that hard just to just to break even, they have no business being there. You really like, think businesses are they're not motivated by race? No, I think so. I even, think it's more so profit. Even when races, even when businesses are about oh, black owned um companies. Even when these white companies release a product that they know is particularly for black people mm. and then they get black creatives to be the ones to push it because they want black money, mm. you don't think that's motivated by race? You think that's no, it's, that's the profit. But they, they're doing what they're doing so they can get profit. So they'll make it for black people. So when you say motivated by race, mm. what do you mean by that? Because I see race as the motivation to be able to get this profit. Like they're using race to get this profit. That's yeah. the motivation is that by being race. racist or is that identifying your target audience? Yeah, I that's how I see it. Purchase, if, the, okay. if the target audience is, is for if it's, say it's a hair product, if it's a, a hair product for black people and black hair, I wouldn't respond to marketing where they use white influencers. Yeah. That's just identifying your target audience and creating content to promote around the target audience. I don't see that as racially. Me personally, I don't see that as racially motivated. Mm. That, that just makes sense. I mean, you, you may get them slight chances where certain circumstances where, I don't know, 
there's race involved, but I think overall, a company just cares about the profit. Because that's, that's what moves everything, you know what I'm saying? So I think if, if, if it was profitable to stay there, they would be there. You know what I'm saying? If 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 it's not profitable, then they'll leave. I, I don't think they're leaving because they want to leave black people or people of color, people from low-income communities in a lurch. They just, they just want them to suffer. I think if the people had the money to pay for the products and, and they were making their money, then they'll they would stay there. But this this lady, just, just to quote what she says, she says um, that obviously this part of a larger trend of abandoning low-income communities. And she says these closures are not arbitrary and are not innocent. They are life-threatening acts of racial and economic discrimination. These are strong words, you know what I'm saying? So you know what? And I'm reading exactly like these quotes on my end because I just pulled up a thing too. There's a larger issue here, mm -hmm. and I think her anger is mis misplaced. Like, because there's a quote here that says, "When a Walgreens leaves a neighborhood, they disrupt the entire community and take with them baby formula, diaper, aspirin inhalers, life-saving medica medications, and jobs." Mm. I'm sorry, nobody's going to Walgreens to purchase diapers. As mm. a last minute, like it's 2 a.m. and you ran out of diapers, maybe, but like maybe this is a, an issue about like there are uh, there are certain communities and black black and minority communities often are these that have things like food deserts and like grocery store shortages where like you don't have access to those major retailers that typically you typically go to for those things. So maybe that's where the accountability is being misdirected to Walgreens because they're kind of like the last man standing here. But like I don't think. Like, speak to the bigger issue. Like, why are we directing all of that towards a private business when, mm. like, you should be, again, as somebody who works in government, directing that to the government, like, you should be talking about things like zoning and make sure there's space for those those retailers to come in. You should be talking about incentives. Like, uh, why is Walgreens putting all of this on their back? Mm. I hear you. I hear you. Would your opinion be different if, for example, Walgreens was actually the cheapest place? Was actually the place, the number one place in the community where everyone did go for I their for their, for their diapers and stuff? <laughs> no, but I'm saying I'm, I'm saying if it was if it wasn't a Walgreens, if it was a different um, company, and this is the number one place people went to, you know what I'm saying? Yes, it, it was hard. They had people shoplifting here and there. Certain things was was occurring. But if this was the number one place that people went to, would you still have the same opinion? No. I mean, yes, sorry. Because okay. at the end of the day, the bottom line is the bottom line, whether yeah. your prices are cheap or not. Mm -hmm. Okay, I hear you. I hear Stores you. don't just close because we don't want to do business with black people. Like, especially if they're if her if if her argument is what if what she's saying is indeed true, they're one of the few stores left, or like she's she's painting as if they're one of the few retailers left. So it's they're you know the people in the community are relying on Walgreens. Why would you want to leave? that monopoly mm -hmm. unless you're not making money mm. I don't know the yeah. math just doesn't math here mm -hmm. I get you I hear you I hear you alright thank you Stacey man appreciate it thanks Stacey toodles y'all get better do you do you feel like <laughs> bye bye do you feel like, um, in general, though, like businesses should have like autonomy over their own future, or do you feel like once you decide to go down the entrepreneurial route and and have a business that provides a service, there should always be <laughs> there should always be something that says, you know what, because you're now active in this community or active in this particular service, you need to always be there until somebody comes and takes your place 
until something occurs. Honestly, I don't think that you have to always be there, but I think that if you are providing a service for community, mm-hmm. then I think that they should, the government should step in. Should they find that they don't make enough profits and they have to leave or something like that, then government should step in and do something about okay. it. So you're seeing it as the government should do something, not necessarily that the go- the, the business should should have a duty to, to to put something in place to replace themselves. It depends on what fields you're in, isn't it? Okay. So you uh, feel in certain fields, there definitely should be something like that. The government should make sure that there's things in place in certain mm-hmm. fields to make sure that it's always running standards, mm-hmm. like certain things, isn't it? I mean, I can't think of like, what off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there's some stuff that if you're an entrepreneur and you're doing your business, it ain't got nothing to do with nobody. Mm. But there's if you're mixing with communities and providing mm-hmm. services for the public then yeah there should be there should be something there should be there should be something like, i don't think you should just be just to let anybody to just come in and profit and then just leave and not care about <laughs> like but i don't providing for but I'm, I, again i think it's different the, certain industries maybe i can't think of what i'm mm. thinking towards so. i think a pharmacy is a good example of that to be honest with you mm. Like if you're a pharmacy and you come in and you're and you're providing affordable um, healthcare to people and stuff like that, I think at the very like even if yeah I feel like yeah like the government should definitely be involved in something like that because that is that's a serious thing that's a serious because you say you just decide thing. you want to pack up one day and, and you just, just want to pack up and close your pharmacy mm. and just move it. Mm-hmm. Who's it's to say that affects people? So what your you, your area just ain't got a pharmacy no more like. <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, because yeah. if no one's forcing another pharmacy to come and replace this or mm-hmm. or whatever, I don't know what the regulation how it works. But mm. I'm thinking right now, if my pharmacy, if they just decided to just go, then I'm screwed. No, go, and go, I feel like even if they I'll told people, but I think the issue as well sometimes, <laughs> sometimes as well with with um businesses like let people know that you're planning to close. People then people in the community will come in and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. I know they might be able to write to their local MP or write to this. Do you get what I mean? Like they can take action about that and let let these kind of prompts. I don't know what they're called in America, mm. like what their local MP would be, but let them know that this is this is the service that these people provide. And if them leaving would cause it, da, 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 da. and then that way might actually end up getting in government intervention with the business staying. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think funny enough, I feel like a lot of the time companies do that, you know. But we don't recognize it or we don't let it like sink in. Because I remember my local pharmacy closed. I had a sign saying, look, we're not going to be here. Da, 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 da. And mm. in fact, they were selling certain things for cheap in, in, in the pharmacy as well. Obviously, that's just letting the community know. That's not necessarily bringing a replacement because till now there's no replacement. You, you know it. what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? They still let the community know, I guess. You know. And my, my thing is, I get that if you're the only pharmacy for example like in a, in a radius of three miles for example mm-hmm. yes you know what i mean maybe the government like i think for me the government should be doing things i i don't think things should be put on businesses to do these things businesses should have one thing to do that's just provide a service and make sure they're the, the most efficient and effective at providing that service so that everyone in the community benefits and so that they also can make their money but i don't think it should be on a on a, on a business to to stay where they don't want to stay anymore I feel like you shouldn't be on, a, be on a business to stay where they don't want to stay anymore if your whole marketing thing was talking about we're here for the community. If your whole marketing was around we're here for the community, mm-hmm. then you can't now up and leave this community because you made this your entire personality. But, but people do yeah, that I'm in everyday life. 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but just because people do things every day, that doesn't make it right. No, but what I'm saying is, what, why are we expecting a certain moral standard for a business and not for everyday civilians? Speak you know for yourself, saying? I expect standards from people from the lowest level to the highest level. <laughs> I, I'm consistent with the standards I expect from people. Okay. If you come yeah. in here telling me, if you market something to me mm-hmm. as for me, by me, for them, yeah. by them, all that kind of crap language, right? Mm-hmm. And then one day you say you're going to up and leave, you deserve to get cooked. Mm. Because you made this your entire thing. You made this, like, you wanted... You use this mm-hmm. to get as much support as you can. You can't now have the support, have all the money now and decide, actually, do you know what? We're going to tap out. Mm. It doesn't work like that. Not in, my, not in my world, it doesn't. If you make something your entire thing, if Walgreens came into that, that community and said, you know, we are here for the community, we are going to do right by you. Promise, 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 mm-hmm. promise, promise. The same way people hold their politicians to account, saying yeah. you said this, 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 and you didn't deliver, they need to be held accountable like that. I think I think you're right, that but makes if, sense. if but if the same community have come in there to help and say all these beautiful things about uh, allowing their children to come into my store and steal from me, then, oh, but then, how many then people, commu- do people are you really going to tell me that people really when the kids are leaving in the morning they say okay have a great thieving day? No, no, but, no, but no, but it's more so make sure certain things are in place to make sure my stay here in the community serving you is is good. Yeah, lock up because, the goods like every other shop. <laughs> so you can't control how people act the same way you don't think that. We can control that. You can't control what people act. And my, if I say I'm going to be a charitable person mm-hmm. and then I go and give a homeless guy money and he decides to steal some more money from me, mm-hmm. am I going to stop, stop giving every homeless person money now because of this one individual? No. No, but you have It to doesn't be, work like that. No, but, but it doesn't... No, no, it doesn't work like that. I'm, it's, it doesn't... If I've said make, giving to the homeless is my personality, it's what yeah. I've marketed myself to be, this is my goal for life. Mm-hmm. And then I have a few bad experiences with some homeless people yeah. and then I decide to close up shop, no homeless person's getting any money from me. Mm. That's silly. So yes, I understand there's a theft and whatnot. Then you can they can do things to amp up their security. Yeah. And you can let people know that, you know what, well, yeah, when we started here, all the things, you could just pick this out of the shelf and blah, blah, blah. But now actually, you've now got to ask behind the counter and we'll give it to you because of this X, Y, and Z. And this is the reason why. I don't think that, obviously I don't know how much they were losing and whatnot. Yeah. But somehow I don't think Mm. They were lo- that what how much they were losing is what didn't allow them to break even. Somehow I just don't think that that don't say it might be. I just don't think it could be. That's really no, what it is. I, I wasn't even going to say. I don't think that. having I don't think there being theft mm-hmm. is enough to then change your program of why you've come to the community. My issue with stuff like that is that people know what to do. People know how to market stuff to get support. Yeah. And then when it pleases you now, you want to leave. So what I would rather is you not come in here speaking and shouting about community. Yeah. Just come here and set your business up. But I don't think it's a and case... That's it. I don't think it's necessarily a case of, um, you know, screaming and shouting to get support. A business can scream and shout all they want, right? If if you go into that shop and things are too expensive, you're not going to buy from them. You know, this is why I always say, especially when it comes to the black community, we can't just try and appeal to black people just because we're black. We have to provide a service that black people can buy regardless of what color we are because then it's just a good service, period. You know what I'm saying? In a similar type of way, Walgreens or Boots or whatever pharmacy comes to the community, yes, my 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 um, desire would be, yes, I, w- I want to make sure that the, the gaps in healthcare is fulfilled by me and my company. But if, for example, I, I see that my stay here is not, is not being appreciated, I'm not, even if I am breaking even, but the profit margin that I hope to get is not good enough. What about my investors? What about all the people who are involved who want to make sure that we thrive? If it's not happening here, surely I have to go. Yeah, and if my, I go, you can't just tell me I'm a racist. My example was that, because you asked about people holding their business accountable and blah, blah, And yeah. I said, only in the case mm-hmm. where they've made community their biggest thing yeah. is when I think that when you're leaving, then you deserve whatever scrutiny comes your way. 
Okay. So I'm not saying this is applies to every business. Mm-hmm. I'm saying in the in the event that you've come into a community and you've sold that community and gained the community's trust and said, we are here, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, we are here for you, here for you, here for you. And I'm, I think the woman did say in the video, they didn't, there was no, they just up and left. There was no warning and mm. let people know that they're leaving, they're up and leaving. In that sense, yes, you do get to get cooked. I don't know what Walgreen did. I did, sorry. I don't know whether they came in with a sign and said, we are for the community. <laughs> you are ours. Our mm. home is yours. I don't know what the situation yeah, was. Yeah. But I'm saying in the if event, the in the case, you know what I mean? I feel like mm. in other circumstances, the government should be the ones who ensure that certain all areas have certain things mm. that's needed for their livelihood. And a yep. pharmacy is one of those things. Yeah. And if a pharmacy was going to close down, the government should have to, should be the ones to step up to ensure that they can keep that pharmacy there. Or mm-hmm. if that pharmacy leaves, you get somebody else to replace it. I feel like the onus falls on the government majorly. And However, mm-hmm. like the example I gave, mm-hmm. if the business came there <laughs> and said, hey, y'all, we are doing this for you. Yeah. And da-da-da-da-da, we, 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 we. And all of a sudden, I now pops and leave. You deserve the cooking you're getting. I'm not saying you can't up and leave. Anyone can do whatever they want to do. But when you get cooked, you can't cry about it. I'm not going to hear it because... When you went in there, you told these people that you were here for them and you were here to serve them and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then you just up and left without letting them know. And now they're here, here they are with no replacement. You deserve to get cooked. I mean, That's just how I see it. Just to, just to quote what you were talking about for people who are listening, right? You said when, when she was talking about saying there was no community input, there was no adequate notice, there was no transition resources to prevent gaps in healthcare. You know what I'm saying? So this is what you were basically talking about, right? I mean... I get it if 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 the government is involved, but my, my thing is always if it's a business, then the business should be left to do whatever the hell they want to do. But if the government instead, this is where I, I think good economic policies come into it. If a government incentivizes people, so so for instance, remember before we were talking about, I think it was one of the the, the, the previous budgets where they were incentivizing nurseries. They were saying people, if you want to get into nursery, um, like um, owning a nursery, this is what we're going to allow for certain things. Mm. It's going to be you know what I mean? Certain rebates, whatever it may be. I can't remember specifically. If the government's doing those things and you get involved, fine. You understand what I'm saying? Like you're benefiting from something. And even then, to be fair, I still feel as though the, the business doesn't owe nobody anything because it's still something where the government incentivizing you to come along. The government needs you. But if the government's saying, listen, I'm going to pay for this for you or I'm going to, you know what I mean? Certain things. And the and the, the, the contract is that you guarantee to stay here, provide the service, regardless of what happens for the next 5, 10, 20 years, then that's a different story. But if I come in and say, I'm going to provide a great um, service to you people, I don't necessarily, I understand if, if I get cooked to this and the third, but it's not a free service. I still come in there, people have to work, I'm still paying people. And you know what I'm saying? So it's just one of those things to be fair, because I, I feel like if, if that's the case, we need to have the same sort of energy for every other service. So using that example um, before, Esther, when you mentioned about um, the pancakes, for example. Yeah. I know obviously it, it seems like a small, inconsequential sort of business, but if a pancake service came in and, and all of a sudden you had the community come into your pancake business, all the children in the community coming there before they went to school, where it almost became part of the culture and you decided to leave, people will start cooking you. People will say, yeah, hey, what about my kids now? No, what but about I, don't, I, think that's a, I don't think that's a good example because when I say... Mm-hmm. So, I made it clear that it's certain things. Mm-hmm. Things that's a luxury service. Pancakes are a luxury service. If it was a grocery store, that's different. If it's, I feel like certain services, and I made this clear at the start. Certain services, mm-hmm. there is a duty of care. Certain services, there needs to make th- that. There's just more care that needs to be shown mm-hmm. and more attention to be paid to certain things. 
a pancake house has become da 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 da. They can be moving for different reasons. There's so many reasons why they can be moving. And also, you know that soul, you know that individual business owner. That's why I also I also mentioned this. Did people listen to what I when I speak? Because I mentioned this at the start when I mm. said when it comes, I said with a small business, that's different because you know the person. When it's big corporations, mm -hmm. if it's a small business owner, one like I have a pancake house. If I'm going to open up a branches, you know me and you know that Esther is the one signed, going to visit that that site, that site, that site, and it's signed off on those things. When it's Walgreens, the Walgreens CEO is not the one doing the footwork for that. Mm -hmm. And this is what I mentioned earlier. So that example is very different because yes, they're offering a service and blah, 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 but as a sole business owner, there's many other reasons why they might want to move. Same with a Walgreens or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But Wal Walgreens one, it's more, it's more, it's more political than a pancake house. That's, I, I get what you're saying. I'm only mentioning the pancake thing because in every community, it starts off being inconsequential to some degree. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if if, if healthcare wasn't the biggest thing where people were, were living, I don't know, the most healthiest lifestyles, and people's dependency on pharmacies in their community wasn't the way it is, mm -hmm. it, like the onus on being there wouldn't be as much as it would be as it is now, where people need certain things. You know what I'm saying? So in the same way, pancakes. It may be a luxury now, but if everyone started to depend on it, it will no longer be a luxury. It will be almost seen as a necessity to that particular community. And if one day that person leaves, all of a sudden people will be like, wait a minute, what about the jobs here? What about all, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the structure that this provided for the community, there will always be something that you can cling on to once the community gets used to it. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like just across the board, just to wrap up, right? Um, like across the board, I don't think it's fair to put certain responsibilities on businesses just, just off the bat. If you want them to have those responsibilities, then incentives have to be created for them to take on that responsibility. And then we can say, okay, this time the third. And that, to me anyway, should always be the government's um, responsibility to sort out. It is funny though, because businesses always say that they don't owe anybody anything. But yeah. then when it is that they're having to close down because people are not buying their thing, then they start to blame the customers that they originally said they didn't owe anything. That's just ironic. But that's, but that's true. I just wanted to point that out. But that's, but that's very true. And, and this, this is why I believe, obviously not to go <laughs> on, a, on another tangent, but this is why I believe like free market thing is pretty much the best because then it just allows for competition. If your business is not being supported by the people and you want to blame business, that's fine. You can blame them in, in your business that ain't sold nothing. You know what I'm saying? Somebody else will come in and do a better job for you. But if we now prop up certain businesses and start subsidizing things for them and they provide a crap service to everybody, we're going to get situations where people depend on certain people and they're paying higher prices. It just doesn't make sense across the board. You know what I'm saying? But, anywho, I think that's pretty much it, man. Unless you guys want to add anything. No, I'm straight. Let's get into the headlines, man. Let's do it. All right, people. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Never change. Listen. I'm going to get some teas made. New black, never change. Never change. Yeah. <laughs> That's lit. That's lit, That's yeah. powerful, actually. Yeah. Never change is cold. Change, yeah. Um, some people need to change. I don't know if we really want to promote no, that. I want to have your picture there. That's it. Oh, just me, yeah? <laughs> okay, cool. Never change. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get one without his face, sorry. <laughs> what I look like wearing another man's face on my chest. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> Um, the next headline, it's, it's not a headline and such, but just more so just to spread a bit of awareness. Um, 
somebody sent in um, a link to Brent. Somebody sent something to me also. And this is basically about something that seemed to have went um, under under the radar. And this is about the Stanford Congo march that happened at 1.30 oh, um, I saw that over Saturday. the weekend. Yeah. At Oxford lit. Street. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, Brent? There's, a, there's two links there if you don't mind clicking just so people can get an idea of what um, happened. But yeah, um, it was on the Black Lives Matter, the UK Black Lives Matter Twitter. So if you want to go to their to their particular to their pages, um, UK BLM. But also on that particular page, they also highlight somebody called Kambale. So at K A M B A L E, and basically, I believe this this gentleman here is a Pan Africanist. He has updates on everything that's going on um, in Congo. Yeah, there's, there's another link under that as well. But pretty much, yeah. But pretty much, our brothers and sisters came out, man, and they they were marching and making making sure people people knew what was going on in Congo, man. Because obviously, you know, what I mean, we're, a lot of us are supporting our friends in Palestine, and rightfully so, and they're doing the marches. So, so as you can see, they were marching through Oxford Street. They went to the BBC as well. They went to Samsung as well. I'm not too sure if they went to Apple. <laughs> they might have done. But basically, obviously, they, they were just trying to make their, their presence known, man. The hashtag Black Lives Matter UK, hashtag Free Congo was, was, um, was all over the internet. Hashtag Congo is bleeding as well. So, yeah, man, people, if you don't know already, we've, we've actually done two shows on, on, on the atrocities that's happening in the Congo. So you can go back at go back on um, some of those um, episodes to get like a full understand understanding of what's going on back home in Congo. But like I was saying, um, I believe it's every weekend people are marching for Palestine, you know what I'm saying? And rightfully so. You know what I'm saying? Them them European colonizers need to stop killing the people in Gaza for no damn reason. But at the same time, I feel like we need to support just as much, if not more, our brothers and sisters in Congo who every single day, the newspapers are not really doing anything. You know what I'm saying? They're not really publicizing what's going on there. It just seems like black people killing themselves. But yeah, man. People, you can follow the at um there's a brother called Kambale. Kambale, like I said, K-A-M-B-A-L-E. And um you can follow UK BLM as well. I think both of them are actually putting out posts and keeping people updated on any future protests that may be occurring in London, man. So big up everyone from Congo. Let's support them, man. <laughs> Our next headline takes us to Senegal, man. So security forces and protesters have clashed in Senegal's capital and other cities in the first widespread unrest over the delay to a presidential election that constitutes one of the country's most significant political crises to date. So riot police in Dakar fired tear gas, stun grenades and whatever, what appeared to be um, rubber bullets at large crowds of protesters who set up roadblocks, burned tires and threw stones. Senegal's presidential elections were expected to be held on the 25th of February before the country's parliament voted to push the date back to December, extending the mandate of the president, President Saul, 
until the end of the year. So this move marks the first time in Senegal's history that elections have been delayed in what represents a major test to its democratic credentials. Some of the demonstrators waved Senegalese flags while others shouted at slogans such as Macky Sall is a dictator. So Sall, by the way, is the president. He came to power in 2012 and has um, reached his two-term constitutional limit. And apparently he said that he had delayed the vote because of a dispute over the candidate list that threatened the credibility of the electoral process. Obviously, some people don't believe him. They feel like he's just trying to pull a fast one and stay in power for even longer. But hopefully nothing serious, too serious happens over there, man. We don't need more shedding of blood. And the next thing happened um, over the weekend, trigger warning here, some very sad news, man. And this is about um, the co-founder of Access Bank, um, a Nigerian, oh, horrible, man. yeah, man, Nigerian philanthropist, um, millionaire, billionaire by the name of Herbert Wigwe. Yeah, and yeah, like I said, he's the co-founder of Access Bank, and he was among six people that were killed in a helicopter crash in California on Friday. Herbert Wigwe, his wife, his son, and a former president of the Nigerian Stock Exchange were all killed in the crash. The president of Nigeria, Bola Tinubu has described the death of Mr. Wigwe as an overwhelming tragedy. Investigators are scouring the site in Southern Californian Desert, um, in the Southern Californian Desert to determine the cause of the crash. The chartered helicopter was, was on its way from Palm Springs to Boulder City in Nevada when it went down about 96 kilometers from Las Vegas. According to the, to the Nigerian media, the 57-year-old banker was on his way to Las Vegas, like I said, to attend the Super Bowl. The San Bernardino... Um, County Sheriff's Department said that the crash site was near Nipton on the edge of the Mojave um, Desert and the weather was poor with reports of rain and snow showers in the area. Mr. Wigway, for those who don't know, just a bit more um, background knowledge on who he is, he founded Access Bank in 1989. It became the largest bank in Nigeria in 2018 after it acquired its main competitor, Diamond Bank. In recent years, Mr. Wigway had been working to expand across the continent, acquiring banks in countries including Kenya, in South Africa, and even in Botswana as well. He was planning to open a new banking service in Asia in the first quarter of this year. Tributes have been pouring in following the news of his death. Like I said, um, the president said that it was shocking beyond comprehension. The president's office described his death as a terrible blow for Nigeria and Africa's banking industry. Yeah, so our prayers go out to the family, man. And that's it for the headlines. Time to pay the bills. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Nice, just getting some word on road. All right, Kanye West is not having has not had a good weekend. Well, to be fair, I think he's got number one song out at the moment. He so he released an album on Friday. Um, there's a lot of new music releases on Friday actually. But yeah, so he released a song on he released an album, sorry, on Friday. And um obviously the samples on there and whatnot. But the the Osborne, so Ozzy Osborne and Sharon, and then also Donna Summer's estate, I basically called him out. They they said that this man did not have permission to be using the songs that he was using, essentially. Cut a long story short. Um, so 
Sharon said, Kanye West asked permission to sample part of a song Ozzy performed live at the US festival in 1983. Permission was denied. However, true to form, he used it anyway. The Osborne family have never wanted any association with Kanye West. I'm going to talk, I'm going to touch on that in a second. <laughs> He's an anti-Semitic fool who spews mm -hmm. his rhetoric out into the world. Kanye, you fucked up with the wrong dude this time. Sincerely, Sharon Osborne. Wait for it. Then, um, where is where's where's her husband's statement? Okay, there we go. Yeah. Then her husband also said Kanye West asked permission to sample a sex a section of a nineteen eighty three live performance of War Pig from the US festival without vocals and was refused permission because he's an anti Semite and has caused untold heartache to many. He went ahead and used the sample anyway at his album listening party last night. I want no association with this man. And Kanye just posted up a picture of Sharon and Ozzy dressed as, guess who? Kanye and his wife for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> he posted a picture up. He said, oh, I thought you didn't want any. There they are. Dressed as Kanye and his wife. Right. Talking about happy Halloween. I thought you said you didn't want any association with him. Um, and then he said, yeah, so that was that. And then obviously, and then also Donna Summer's um, estate as well. They're calling him out as well. And they said, um, hold on. Yeah, they're basically saying that he um, asked for permission to use Donna Summer's song, I Feel Love. And he was denied and he changed the words, had someone re-sing it or use AI. But it's but it's basically I feel love. So they said the remix they tried to do, it's the same song, sir. And they said this is copyright infringement. I haven't heard of any lawsuits, anything like that coming up with that. But we'll see what happens with Kanye. But he's busy celebrating the fact that he's number one. He's got this Alexander McQueen mask that has a a thing, a symbol of of sorts of Jesus on it, or Jesus hanging on the cross. When Jesus is ready for that man, because the blasphemy is mad. And all of you eggs, I was going to his Sunday Sunday link-up, talking about you thought you were in church. That's wonderful. Well done, everybody. Um, also, obviously, Usher is the hot topic of today, rightly so. Absolutely amazing. He's, have you guys seen it? What? His Super Bowl performance. No, I haven't seen it. Really, really good. Jermaine Dupri was there. I thought I was Celio Green Child. I don't know why Jermaine Dupri <laughs> was dressed... As such, I didn't know he was that little either. I thought it was CeeLo Green. I said, why is CeeLo Green in here? Well, it was Jermaine well, Dupree. He's bald as well, isn't it? I forgot, you know. He, he's bald? Yeah, Jermaine Dupree. Yeah. Have you ever had hair? He's doing braids like yours. Yeah. Braids like mine. <laughs> <laughs> Bow wow. Braids like me. And then Jermaine Did I ever see Jermaine with um, hair? I don't know. But he was there. Um, Alicia Keys was there as well. She looks stunning though. Alicia Keys was there. Her was there. Her is so talented. Did her perform? So, yes. Just Shit. flipping amazing. I can't believe yes, I missed Yes, I, I met bold Jermaine. <laughs> I never <laughs> met Jermaine with them little braids. The cat Williams with them nice braids. I can't believe I missed that. Her is amazing. Her is amazing. I was awake at halftime. You don't understand. I was lying on my sofa waiting for the halftime performance. <laughs> and I missed it. It'd be your own self, man. You let yourself down. <laughs> you right. let you down. 
That was crazy. Um, but it's it's on YouTube and stuff though. Anyway, but I, that's why I watched it on a. I'm not. I wasn't I gonna to say watch, it. I wanted to watch it live, you know, just to get. I wanted to do that as well. I was gonna set an alarm, but because I was. Oh, you didn't watch it live? No, I didn't. No, I'm gonna have that. But you're so passionate about this. Second. Why are you so passionate about this? Because she was beautiful. She's <laughs> a beautiful man. Oh my gosh! Basically, right? It was so funny because I was like, "Damn!" Like the girls are thirsty. So obviously, at some point, he always takes his clothes off in it. First of all, the way he was dancing with Alicia Keys, okay. Because I went on WhatsApp this morning to send a GIF, and they are the first GIF that popped up. <laughs> they was all doing all sexy dance and whatnot, doing my boo and whatnot. I said, okay, it was really cute, very sweet. You know, I like stuff like that. But when Usher took his shirt off, yeah, girls were gagging for it. The screams from the arena. I said, you not our hoes. Keep it in. Like, act like you've been here before. But anyway, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful man. He just looks so good, you know. I found out that I was this morning old when I found out he had kids. I did not know Usher had four kids. Oh, four? Because I was like, oh, like, we love a king that's kept in his pants. But no, he's got four kids, four children. I never knew that. But he was married, though, isn't it? Twice, yeah. Yeah. But I didn't think, I just didn't, you don't hear anything about Usher's kids. And he's not parading his kids, trying to use them as marketing. Like, I did not know Usher had kids. I just didn't think of it. Got four. Love that for him. But anyway, yeah, so Jermaine Dupree was there. Alicia Keys was there. Her was there. Um... Ludacris was there. Lil John. I didn't know it turned down for what was. Is that Lil? That's not Lil John's song. Turned down for what? Yeah. Sounds like it. Dun, 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 dun. Turned down for what? Is that Lil? I didn't know that was Lil John, but it was Lil John. It wasn't Ashake, it was Lil John. That was fun. <laughs> who else was there? Ludacris was there with Afro. Okay. Puffed out. It's fun. Um, who else was there? Just Mubo was not there. I was really sad about that. Very sad about that. I wanted them to do, to pop and lock it in, in, in synchronization. I was really upset about that. But, you know, big up Justin. Uh, who else was there? What her song, what songs her got with Usher? So she played the piano. She introduced him with, like, playing, you know, she played the guitar. Yeah. Beautifully as well. Huh? You went to the listening party. Oh, she had a new album? Ah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, she... she, she I never got invited to the listening party, so how would I be no, there? No. I, I said, how would I know? I was just testing stuff out, innit? Yeah, but, say, how, how would I know? How would I, how would I know? Fair enough. But um, it was one of his songs. She sang one of his songs. But she sang it so beautifully. I said, girl, if you don't go ahead in the studio and make your own version and get Usher to do ad lib, who else was there? I think that was it. I think that was it. But it was really, really fun. It looked really, really nice. He just looks amazing. He shout, shouted out his mum. He was like, they, they said I wouldn't be here. But look at me, mum, we made it. I was like, oh, love a man that loves his mum. But it's not a mummy's boy. Very fun. Um, but anyways, I'm reporting on Usher this morning because also, the, do you know what? I miss the days where people didn't, like we got to be surprised by stuff. Mm-hmm. So obviously the people that were going to perform, to be fair, a lot of them. I knew about Ludacris. I knew about Lil John. It's Lil John. Why is Lil John sound weird? Are you right there? <laughs> um, I knew about Ludacris. I knew about Lil John. I knew about um Alicia Key. Alicia Keys, sorry. Um, but I would have liked to just been surprised. Do you know what I mean? I would have liked to be surprised by it. But anyways, um, another thing that they're out here telling Usher's business. But apparently, he's he and his wife or his girlfriend, sorry, have obtained a marriage license. You know, that's the first step before they get married, which is sweet. And I love a man that loves to get married, you know. This is going to be his third marriage. Oh, no. Good enough for Tony Braxton, Mariah Carey, and Ariana Grande. He's good enough for Usher. I love this for him. But um, his girlfriend, Jennifer... I don't want to butcher her last name. Nice last name. But, yeah, um, they obtained a marriage li- license, which is really sweet, on Thursday. And that's what the news are reporting at the moment. So they, they've got two kids together. They had the kids during... Um, COVID. But big up Usher, man. Love Usher. Love him. Love that man. 
Um, also, Beyonce, man. Beyonce broke the internet. Beyonce did an ad year with Very Zone. And it's just so amazing. It's so amazing. I don't know if I'm going to be have like that. But it was so lit and so fun and so creative and just so crisp and clean. Verizon? Verizon. Ah. What did I say? Verizon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Verizon. Yeah, Verizon, Verizon, same mm. people. I just know them as NTN. Anyway, so the, yeah, he did. The, she did an ad with them. And at the end, she said, so basically, the concept of the ad is that she's trying to break the internet. She, I think she did something once to break the internet, whatever. So she's now trying to set like a new record to break the internet, whatever. So she tries different things. She's does a Beyonce AI. She does Ghost to Space. Does, and the guy's just like, nope, not breaking it, not breaking it. She said, okay, do you know what? Then she breaks at the end. And she's like, I think they're ready for new music. And guess what's out? New music from Beyonce. So the music mm. I, I came, when you guys came in the studio, I was playing, that's Beyonce. Beyonce is in country music now. I thought she wore that big ass hat over at the Grammys the other day. She's a country babe now. Um, and it sounds good. But I feel like with country music, country music always just sounds good. I feel like it's one of those genres that just always sounds like <laughs> lift your hands in the air kind of vibe. But yeah, so she's released two um, songs. One of them is called, I think, 16 Strangers. No, not 16 Strangers. I definitely made that up. Let's see what it's called. One second, y'all. Sorry. It is called... Yeah, six encourages. Sixteen. Six encourages and Texas hold them. Hold them. Um, so yeah, that's really, really cool. And I think the second act as well. Cause there was like a in the video, you know when artists drop little hints here and there. There's a there's a date about 29th of March. I don't know if that's an album. I don't know what it is. It might be an album actually. But remember with the Re Renaissance, that was act one. So this is act we've entered the act two era. So big up Beyonce, man. Love that for her. And then over the weekend as well, of course, there was the whole, the march with Congo and stuff like that. But there was also conversations because um, Nitus Baby had a live episode with PK Humble. And during the episode, it was about, it was about the AFCON actually. And Tom Mucci called in, but then he made a joke, an intensive joke about the genocide going on in Congo. And what he said was, um, I don't know what the conversation was about before, blah, 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 but he basically said how Congolese people are scared of Steve Jobs. He said everybody else is scared of proper people and whatnot, but he's not out here scared of Steve Jobs. And obviously PK is Congolese, um, dancing on cars kind of Congolese, but he was he's Congolese. <laughs> and he basically was, he pointed out that he, it was, so every, people were laughing, everyone was laughing. Everyone laughed at the joke, except PK Humble. But he pointed out that, are you making jokes about the war? And then Tom kind of said something, I don't understand boy slang. It's about boy math. I don't get it sometimes. But something along the lines of like, jokes have fly kind of thing. Like jokes are gonna, joke, well, joke is gonna joke kind of thing, whatever, whatever. And then um, PK did ask, from what I'm hearing, because I didn't watch the full clip, did ask um, him to apologize or whatever, but I guess he just justified his joke. But anyways, it was brought to Twitter on Saturday. So it was Twitter on Saturday. And... Straight away, obviously, the Nitus Babies, they released and they they um they addressed it straight away. Hold on, let me see what what it, what they said. PK put it on there first, wasn't it? Nah, that is did you know? Are you sure? Yeah. He, yeah, 100%. Okay, I was following then. it. Hmm? I was following it. Well, I didn't see them pop up until I see PK say something. Yeah, so basically, the girl who posted it had posted it. Nitus Baby responded to it, but she didn't see the response because... Never mind, I was going to forget what I was going to say. But um, yeah, they actually, yeah, they, so they posted they, they posted the apology before PK responded to it. Okay, then. The PK came after the fact. Okay. After they had addressed it. But basically, they quote tweeted the original tweet and they said, You're right, we take accountability. 
So essentially what the girl had said was like, someone came on your live and making jokes about a war-torn country where children are being slaughtered, da 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 for companies to steal from us. And um, instead of highlighting how wild inappropriate it is, you laugh with them, da 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 So they came and said, you're right. We take accountability for the bad comment that was made on our latest live stream. We should have done more to ensure it remains strictly football and at least pull the person up in real time. We got caught up in the back and forth and we apologize for making light of what is a serious situation. We stand with Congo and we hope our mistake can at least shed light on what is happening there. Sorry to have, sorry to all, all we have offended. You are correct and we will do better. And obviously as well, um, people were then, um, yeah, so then PK responded to one of the threads which highlighted that PK looked uncomfortable. And he said, out of respect for my host, I kept my cool, but this one lit a fire of rage and suffering within me that I'm still feeling. My brothers and sisters back home, I pray for you and your fight and I ask all to educate yourselves and support Congo in its fight against violent oppression. Hashtag free Congo. Um, and then, obviously, Tom Mucci, people didn't clock Tom Mucci was one on the phone. He was getting cooked. And then he came up with a statement, I think yesterday, and he said, my silence has not been to ignore, but to deeply reflect on my behavior and the harm it has caused. I spent time reading the comments and speaking to friends and family, especially those from Congo who did not hold back in telling me how hurtful my comment was. Writing a statement so quickly would have only served as an attempt to erase my actions. With that being said, I would like to deeply recognize and acknowledge the harm I have caused here. No apology will be good enough. But I truly want to apologize to every single person. This has That's been a, a word. Huh? That's a word. Well, no apology will be sufficient. <laughs> well, the internet makes sure of that, boy. Um, no apology will be good enough, but I truly want to apologize to every single person that has been affected, who has shed a tear in anger or and who I have harmed. Speaking of my H's. Whilst I can say it is not my intention, I recognize that this does not matter. There's absolutely not, no justification for what I said. Lastly, to all those affected, those who shared posts of their family and loved ones who have suffered at the hands of this terrible violence, I'm truly, so I'm truly sorry for the depths of, of my being that you even had to do this to even allow someone like myself to just see and understand. You should never have had to. I had no right to even delude, sorry, even elude or mention anything regarding the atrocities in Congo. None of it is laughable. I deeply regret it and I will take the space to sit in this. I am sorry, Tom. And then also, um, Zizi was basically getting cooked. Well, actually, before I get that, 90s Baby were meant to um, host an event yesterday about with the, well, about the Af AFCON. They went to host the live, AFCON live finals, watch along with DLT, ASOS and stuff like that. But they pulled out of that. Um, mm. And they said, in light of recent events, we have decided to take a step back from the AFCON final event tonight and take time to listen and learn from those around us and the comments we have received. Any fee and revenue we would have received from tonight's event and from the previous live stream will be donated to help the people of Congo. We are truly sorry, which is commendable. Yeah. Obviously, I stood with PK and the people of Congo as well. Uh, and why is that? Hmm? Why is that? Because it just looks like it was a time for solidarity. That's good. Love that for you. And Zizi entered the chat. And Zizi decided to tell people, well, actually, let me read out. Uh, I thought I had her tweets here. Sorry. But basically, Zizi just kind of said, oh, let me get it word for word, bar for bar. One second, y'all. Sorry. So, Miss Zizi Mills tweeted and said, oh, you know, people talk too much, Zizi. Um, she basically said, yeah, what she said, okay, so she said, what do you lot want? Because let's be honest, you don't want apologies. So what do you want? You point out the wrong, the wrong, 
doing, then what? Because if it was about accountability, you would accept the apologies, no? She said, most of you swear you're... She said, most of you swear... Because he's on Christians next. I don't know what, what Jesus did to Zizi. But Zizi said, most of you swear you're Christians, but you never demonstrate grace like Jesus would. Um, she said, the truth is, if people were really standing on business, you would never give Apple your money again. Keep the stuff you got, but they should never see you coin again. They should never see your coins again. Be angry at people for being distasteful, yes, but how much can we really be pointing the fingers at others? Said the irony of black people asking, demanding other groups to be forgiving when mistakes are made towards them, but not having the same forgiveness for their own. Um, with that, there are pause on that because Madam Joyce then entered the chat. And Madam Joyce said, there's a lot going on over the weekend. It's a lot. Madam Joyce said, I love and respect you, Zizi. Sorry, no. So this is in response to a tweet. So Zizi tweeted, Black people write think pieces all day about how we don't get no grace from others, how we often get harsher ramifications than others, only to do the same to each other, hold people accountable, yes, but there's a thin line between holding people accountable and dogpiling. And then Madam Joyce said, I love and respect you, Zizi, but this statement is not consistent with your actions. I was dogpiled by the internet not too long ago, and you further fueled the fire by making a video. Considering we share the same space as black women, you did not extend that grace to me. And of course, people pointed out when ZZ was on Sky News, dogpiling on um, Lani with the baddest uh. UK. <laughs> but anyways, that's what was happening over the weekend. Um, that's it for me. That's like to me. I think one day we should do a, um, a topic of the day about... Um, sorry, Manuel, about forgiveness and what that looks like, and if something that has happened was expected, how do the people who are the offenders? Yeah, but um, you're allowed to get flamed though. It wasn't even 24 hours. You making them big hours. tweets. Oh, no, but they're allowed to get. How no, long? but do you know what it is though? Oh, wait, okay, wait, do you know? just see that we should do something today. So we can go through all of these particular things, so you can get your shit off. Yeah, but I'm just saying though that like. That's, that that tweet was a bit premature, innit? They're allowed to get flamed. Let it die down a bit. It's not like man's been killing them for two weeks. It was, it was just a day. It's the internet. They're allowed to get cooked. Yeah, you've been you've been cooked for longer, so I hear why you say that. Also, you can give them think pieces when I'm getting cooked online. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Oh, is that why? It's okay, that, Brent. Okay, it's... Brent. Okay, Brent. Okay. So interesting. Silly That's man. That's what fueled your take. Leave him. Yeah? All right. Leave him. Like I said, it will be a great topic of the day. We're going to huh. revisit this, man. Silly man. Anyway, people's journal, please. That's Daniel Congo. Okay. <laughs> it's on. Are you so. going to pass the mute challenge at Beyonce's concert? <laughs> <laughs> All right, people. Ciao. Welcome to the People's Journal. I'll give you the news from an economics point of view. So um, there's a few things to mention. Um, first thing I want to talk about quickly is, um, you know, obviously the situation with the Horizon scandal with the post office and whatnot. Basically, a small group of these former sub uh, postmasters whose convictions were overturned have finally been told that they're going to be receiving full compensation. So they had been offered much less um, by the post office because they believed, well, the post office didn't believe um, that the evidence about Horizon Software was essential in their prosecutions. And so basically the compensation didn't factor in 
Horizons mess up, basically. Long story short, that's been overturned. And uh, two people who are speaking about it, Miss uh, Teju Adedayo and Mr. Palmud Kalia, um, were basically expressing how, you know, they're relieved about the situation and how this overturning has um, gone, in, gone in their favor. Next thing I want to talk about quickly is, remember the Uber Eats advert I was talking about oh, last yeah. week? Yeah, so Uber Eats. Uber Eats has made last minute. Well, they made last minute changes, isn't it? I'm gonna do, obviously. I'm pretty sure you didn't watch the whole Super Bowl. Obviously, innit? you just watched the. <laughs> I tuned in. Imagine. Um, beyond, um, what's her name? Taylor Swift's husband, boyfriend. Forty Niners. Are they cows? Huh? Are they cows? No. Are the cows another team? Cowboys. Cowboys another team. No, the Cowboys are the fi- No, there's the Chiefs and the Forty Niners. I think it was the Chiefs then. Yeah, the Chiefs won. The Chiefs won. Chiefs won. Women in sports! Yeah. Don't okay. disrespect me. Chiefs <laughs> won. And that's what Taylor Swift's has, boyfriend is from. I thought he was for, I thought he was a 49er. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I listen to her music. <laughs> but yeah, long story short, what I was going to say is that um, Uber edited parts of their video, in it? Because obviously people were offended by the fact that they were making light of um, somebody having an allergic reaction to peanut butter. So yeah, they didn't put out a statement or anything. All they did was just share the edited version of the video. And that was it. Was it? Oh, no, it was Cetaphil. Mm. They don't stole. It was basically a Super Bowl ad as well. Mm. And basically, the the concept is that there's this teenage girl with her dad watching wherever where she comes in, he's watching football, blah, blah, blah. She goes up, up to her room to sew herself out, whatnot. Mm. But then he comes with a jersey for her and then they can watch football together. But they stole it from a black creator. Ah. She had a TikTok that went viral with millions and millions of views. All of a sudden now, this is what Cetaphil were doing, allegedly. So they got cooked over the weekend and all. I don't know if they're going to give her money for it, but... Who knows? Who knows? Well, next thing I wanted to mention is, I believe it was last week we were talking about um, the bonuses that some of these um, CEOs from... these these Basically, these water buses are going to be earning. Long story short... Um, all of, the, all of those buses from these water companies that are responsible for those illegal sewage spills that we spoke about um, recently or last year or whatever are going to be facing a ban on their bonuses because of these because of basically what they did. In it. And this is after years of campaigns and public outrage. Because obviously, why are they do it, contributing to the, to the nonsense in the country um, and they're still receiving um, their bonuses? So just for context, it was revealed that these buses received more than 26 million pounds in bonuses, benefits and incentives over the last four years. You know what I'm saying? And um, analysis by the Labour Party found that nine of found that nine water chief executives were paid 10 million pounds in bonuses, 14 million pounds in incentives and 600, well, just over 600,000 pounds in benefits. This is since 2019. So that's the 26 million pound. Um, broken down in a bit more detail. But the Environment Secretary, Steve Barkley, he's announced that these payouts will be blocked to all these chiefs who oversee the polluting of rivers, lakes, and seas. You know what I'm saying? So this is starting with the bonuses in the financial year starting in April coming. So none of them are going to be receiving their money. And this this is, at the end of the day, this is what government should be doing. You know what I'm saying? That's how you regulate stuff, man. Next thing I wanted to mention is, I'm not too sure if you guys heard about how people felt um, because they found out that Sunak paid a lot of money in tax. So he paid half a million pounds in tax. So people are obviously thinking, wait a minute, this guy earns this much money? Because basically his total income was 2.2 million. 
So <laughs> effectively, his tax. Not that for him. It's not the best way to calculate, but effectively, his tax. He was taxed at about twenty three percent. Why do people have that information there? Um, I think it's available. You know, I think it's available. Me. Yeah, I don't let it. But yeah, my private business, my private business, <laughs> private. Yeah, his his total income rose to two point two million pounds, and this is why he paid more than five hundred k in in tax. But people obviously feel some type of way because like, wait a minute, why are you getting? Why are you only being taxed twenty something percent, twenty three percent? You want to get paid? You want to tax behalf? But it's not the it's not the rule for everybody else. Yeah. So why is yeah. he getting a discount? This is it. This is why people are saying. It. So it's not. It's more so just accountants being accountants. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he did anything <laughs> illegal. It's understanding what you can claim and what you can't claim and and, and certain things. So obviously he's not the only rich person who does this. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not done anything illegal. But yeah, this is what the situation is. But just for a bit of a breakdown, um, this particular document that was obviously leaked, made public, um, shows that he paid a tax bill of five hundred eight thousand three hundred eight pounds in the financial year 2022 to 2023, around 75,000 of that, well, well, more than, pardon me, I should say, he paid the previous year. But Mr. Sunak made nearly 1.8 million pounds through capital gains. This is up from 1.6 million pounds that he made the year before that, as well as 293,407 pounds in other interest and dividends. So yeah, man, all of the investment income and capital gains came from a US-based investment listed as a blind trust. This is according to the summary. Right, <laughs> and um, he also earned obviously a hundred and well, just shy of a hundred and forty thousand pounds for his role as a as an MP and a prime minister. So this is yeah, this is working so hard. He's working hard. You know what I'm saying? He's doing his thing, man. He's trying to bring inflation down and doing some other stuff. If he again, if he makes, if he's able to spin things around and Tories win this, boy, he's definitely earned that money. Because I don't see how. Listen, with you doing his PR, I just said, I said he's clearly working hard. You're giving me reasons why he's working hard. We need to see your ballot paper. That's why I need to see you know who you're voting for. I'm just saying, if he can do that, he's pretty much done the impossible. You know what I'm saying? So the Tories need to do even more for this guy. Because there's, no, I don't think any of them believe they're going to win. But that's that situation anyway. Next thing I wanted to mention, and it's not linked to one of the headlines that's going to be coming up, right? But it kind of made me think about how we see under 16s. And this next headline is about um, Labour considering the ban of um, the sale of energy drinks to under 16s. What do you guys think about that briefly? Yeah, because why are they having energy drinks? That's so unhealthy. <laughs> them drinks are disgusting. They're just sugar, basically. That's and caffeine. Yeah, mm. they should be banned. They shouldn't be having drinks like that. Yeah. Well, the proposal has been submitted for the party's election manifesto, man. Um, apparently, there's been loads of evidence of the health health risks <laughs> to young people from these high caffeine products, like you just said, man. Apparently, it's according to a government commission study, um, up to a third of children in the UK consume at least one energy drink a week. So yeah, it's, it's almost part of the culture now. Um, a large bottle can contain twice as much caffeine as a cup of coffee. So obviously, that's that is something obviously to think about as well. As like Mark said, you have to factor in the amount of sugar that's in them as well. But yeah, many supermarkets apparently have introduced a voluntary ban on the sale of energy drinks to under 16s, but they still free they are still freely available in smaller shops and um, from vending machines as well for the 16 under 16. So Labour's considering um, banning it for them, man, across the board. Um, next thing I wanted to mention is the body shop is apparently they're set to appoint administrators this week in a move that's likely to result in loads of shop closures and job losses, man. I hope the girls sell on the hand cream. 
Well, I'll keep you posted, man. And if that's the case, then I'll advise you to go I'm down to your nearest one, man. And stock up, indeed. That's sad, though. Mm. Yeah, man. They were bought. I think we mentioned this before. They were bought by um, the private equity firm Aurelius just weeks ago, man. But it's understood that the trading over like Christmas and into the January wasn't as good as they hoped, in it. So long story short. It's, 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 things are not working well for them, man. But that's the situation. I'll keep you guys apprised of whatever happens. And um, the last thing I wanted to mention is Valentine's, Valentine's Day is coming up, innit? Wednesday. Hmm? On Wednesday. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Um, and <laughs> just wanted to, for, for those, for the lovers. <laughs> 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 no, what you, what, why, what, what's up? No, go on, you, say what you were going to say. I was just going to say for the lovers out there, right? <laughs> who maybe, I don't know, maybe you booked a place too late. You can't find somewhere. You want to switch it up and make it like an indoor romantic <laughs> Valentine's That's deal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But let's just say you can't cook and you want to go and get a meal deal, yeah? A just... meal deal? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do for Valentine's, Thank isn't it? you. Meal Morrison's deals, got, um... A meal deal? So when you say meal, I think sandwiches. No, you can get like pulled beef and prosecco oh, those was, oh, yeah, and yeah, something yeah. for like 15 quid. There you go. There's a key. I just wanted to give TDA community some heads up of where you can go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so Morrison's, you want to go Morrison's? See? There you go, man. You know, no, apparently... You the play. <laughs> <laughs> now that's not even in the deck. He don't even know how to know that information. <laughs> <laughs> we know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Do some research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Morrison's apparently the biggest potential saving is with the best Valentine's meal deal at Morrison's, man. For £15, you get a starter, Ooh. main, two sides, Ooh, dessert, yeah. and a drink. Steak and chips. <laughs> Not and, a drink. and a drink. <laughs> <laughs> you can share the drink, you know what I'm saying? I got Morrison's anyway. Yeah. That's when my Valentine's is Morrison's. Do you know what I'm saying? When you said, like, when you started, I thought you were going to tell people to get pick up. <laughs> you could do that too. You actually, I can't look at that. Do you know I love watching that chocolate? I can't look at that chocolate without laughing every time. Hey, I was trying to show people on the weekend. I went Tesco randomly. I showed people. Listen, I saw that was finished. Get your club card. You can get three pound off. <laughs> it does the job, man. Yeah. Oh, women, yeah. Stand in hell because it really does do the job. It does. <laughs> But that's sweet, man. Mm-hmm. And actually, you were right the other day. Pancake Day is before Valentine's Day. Pancake Day is tomorrow. Oh, is it? Mind you, I had pancakes on Saturday, but <laughs> we go again tomorrow. There you go, man. Yeah. So people, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, you can go Morrison's for the biggest potential saving. Mm. Waitrose as well. They got a deal as well. £20 for a starter, main side dessert, and fine ages. wine. Okay. Or cocktail with chocolates. Okay. <laughs> you know Love what I'm a saying? cocktail. <laughs> there go you go. You. Yeah. Um, it's the only supermarket that does the like offers the cocktails mm-hmm. as a drinks choice. You know what I'm saying? Um, Sainsbury's as well. They're doing their things well. You can get a starter, main side dessert, and drink for fifteen pound using the Valentine's Day deal as well. Some of these places you may need to get like a nectar card or whatever their saving yeah. card thing is, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? MNS um, as well. They're obviously going to be the most expensive one, but twenty five pound you still get a decent, um, decent, deal, d- decent meal, man. You know what I'm saying? Tesco as well as the co-op as well. Co-op, obviously, no disrespect, but you know what I'm saying? You can go to other places. <laughs> you might go co-op and get robbed as well. Like, it's just not worth the risk. Literally. 
<laughs> allegedly, allegedly, guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm talking about the co-op abroad. Oh, you know oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I drink co-op. There's no Thank you very much. There's none. But yeah, oh man. Oh my gosh. Um, that's pretty much it for the people's journal. That's lit, man. Girls, get your man's presents too, please. Valentine's mm-hmm. for everybody. Right. That's it. Love that, man. All right, let's get into uh, motivation on Mondays, please. Oh, <laughs> he didn't even let the joke land. He That's said, no. <laughs> the BFF up. <laughs> All right, guys. So, motivational Mondays. Just want to give you guys a few motivational quotes, hopefully. Equip you to do some greatness this week. Just remember, guys, the cost of liberty is less than the price of repression. Hear that, guys? You may think otherwise, but the cost of liberty is less than the price of repression. Next quote, in recognizing the humanity of our fellow beings, we pay ourselves the highest tribute. And this is by the first African-American on the U.S. Supreme Court, Thurgood Marshall. In recognizing the humanity of our fellow beings, we pay ourselves the highest tribute. I love that name so much. Thurgood. 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 Love me. Love him. The next, the next um, quote is, um, whatever we believe about ourselves and our ability comes true for us. There you go. Whatever we believe about ourselves and our ability comes true for us, guys. And the last one is by Wilma Rudolph, who was a US track and field athlete, legend. And the quote is, never underestimate the power of dreams and the influence of the human spirit. We are all the same in this notion. The potential for greatness lives within each of us. I'll say that again. Never underestimate the power of dreams and the influence of the human spirit. We are all the same in this notion. The potential for greatness lives within each of us. Very nice. And that's it. Thank you. Let's get into our last headlines for today. All right, guys. So our next headline takes us to Hungary, man, where the president, trigger warning here. Sorry, guys. Trigger warning here. Trigger warning. Hungarian president, Katalin, Katalin Novak, resigned on Saturday after coming under mountain pressure for pardoning a man convicted of helping to cover up sexual abuse in a children's home. So Novak, a, co- a close ally of the Conservative Prime Minister, Viktor Orban, resigned a week after her presidential pardon was first reported by the local news. Um, the scandal was a rare setback for Orban, who has been in power since 2010 and faces European parliament, parliament elections just as the country emerges from an inflation crisis. In Novak's statement, she said that she had made a mistake in making the decision to grant a pardon, believing that the convict did not abuse the vulnerability of children whom he had overseen. The resignation follows demands from opposition parties and a thousand demonstrators rallied at her office calling for her to quit. And the next headline is the one I was mentioning about um, that made me think of the whole um, banning of things for under the, under 16s. And long story short, many parents of digitally obsessed teens have wished that they could bin their smartphones. As evidence mounts on the risks of social media, there's a growing public clamor to protect children better, with some now even qualify a ban 
So the debate in the UK took on a fresh resonance in recent days after Esther Gay, who's the mother of the murdered teenager, Brianna Gay, gave her voice. So she was speaking to um, BBC and she said that um, that they would like a law introduced so that there are mobile phones that are suitable for under 16s, referred to as a children's phone that does not have all the social media apps that are out there. Some US lawmakers are already going further with a state of Florida debating legislation aimed at banning under 16s from using social media altogether. Reports in the UK suggest that Rishi Sunak is also considering tougher curbs on social media use by children through the new Online Safety Act. However, this is still in the process of being implemented. And our last headline, trigger warning here as well, guys. And the Met Police have found two bodies in the River Thames in their search for Abdul Azedi. But neither... I was gonna, I was gonna say, does he have the scar on the face? Right. Neither is the suspected Clapham chemical attacker. Police are scouring the Thames. Well, they Everybody were scouring the Thames. The Thames. They were scouring the Thames on Saturday night for the body of Ezedi. Um, detectives think that he may have gone into the river and is probably dead after he was seen last on the CCTV leaning over the railings of Chelsea Bridge in London late at night. So that's the last time we've seen him. Search teams found one body at 10.13am on Saturday and another at 10.39am in Limehouse the same morning. The police have said that it's notoriously tricky for the force to find bodies once they are in the, once they are in the river at this time of year. But the search continues. Do you know, I think, I th well, first it's sad for the two mm -hmm. people that they found because yeah. the families are now going to be told if they didn't even know they were dead. Mm. But that guy is alive and well and roaming the streets. I don't believe he's in the Thames. Mm. And I feel like they're just saying this because they they can't find him and they don't want the public to keep worrying. So this is the way to close that worry while this guy is just around. around I don't yeah. believe he's in the Thames. I just don't believe it. I do not believe that. Mm. I'm saying. It's mad. Yes, guys, that's the end of the headlines and it's time to pay the bills. Right, let's get into the reaction. All right, just so that everybody is aware, we have opened up the hotline on our Discord live server. Oh, for, for sports? It's been open, but I'm just... Letting them know. Letting, yeah, letting the footy, footy, the footy crew know. If it is that you want to chime in, please join the Discord live hotline and then put your hand up in the audience and I'll put you up on stage and then you guys could chip in. Just saying. Is Chidjo okay with the AFCON roundup? Yes, Chidjo flowers. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. I'm not seeing you. Oh, I can see Marge now. See Marge where? You were in the audience. Oh, I I'm just trying to see. Where, who you don't need to be in the audience because I'm on, you're on stage. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the stage. I'm just making sure it works. Where's your okay as well? Yeah, yeah. Chichoke, where you where you at, bro? Come on, man. You're an Afghan correspondent, man. You got to round up for the you round up. Yeah, you got to finish with a bag, man. <laughs> That's it, man. I remember I didn't I didn't, I didn't see a game, so <laughs> it was tough. I was out. I was at um, R and B, so I didn't see it. So until Tshoke calls and we can do our Afcon roundup, I can read. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was it, by the way, the Sojan? It was all right, you know. Mm. It was all right. I think. I feel like they were trying to do some stuff to um, combat the, the the space in that. Oh yeah. Like they that's probably it. released less tickets. Wasn't Coco? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. it was it was full, but it wasn't like it wasn't like it was last time. Last in time, Coco. okay. Yeah. Last time in Hong Kong, <clears> we couldn't. 
Another brand that listens. You couldn't breathe. You get what I'm trying to say. So I think they, I think they, um, yeah, I think they released less tickets, and I think it made the experience better actually. To be mm. fair, like even like when you're walking around, right, you just got space to mingle, to, to, to breathe and yeah. to mingle and shit in it. You know what I'm saying? Big up Taser, big up Chucky. And they got a, they got a drop from Usher that was cold. They played yeah. a drop from Usher yesterday. Yes, I heard it. Did you hear it? Yeah, yeah you sent it to. You. Saying yes, yeah, your boy Usher, you just slow jam R and B, Chucky and Taser. That's lit. Gone. Mm. That's Speak lit. up yourself, forget me. Mm-hmm. Price gone got, up. You got the best R and B event Ooh, in the world. Not a cosign from the king of R and B. That's lit. Mm. That's yeah. lit. Price going up, man. Oh, That's up. sick, man. So yeah, there was that. Um, to Jockey Thief. No, then I just went home like a good you. How'd you do? As I do. I'm getting good, you know. Very good. Bitches love me. Mm, I don't know. I said that. I don't know why you said that. Am I going to read his headlines or is he going to call? No, I've here. just invited him to speak. He needs to accept it and then <clears> join <throat> us on stage and he can take the mic. Well, he can just talk without calling in. I'll be That's, cool. This is what this is for. Baby. So I can have call waiting and stuff. So the three people could be having a little debate. Don't. don't. Is it? Is it? I can put different people on the stage. Yes. So if we're having a football talk and we we're, we're normally Arsenal, Man United, you understand? And mm-hmm. we don't normally give the love to other teams. They can basically put their hand up, join stage, and then get involved. So, so what do I click on to see that bit, the TDA Live bit? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then you see who's in the audience right now. Oh, speak on stage. Yeah, yeah. This is cool, isn't it? So, so Joe K, is not here. I've I've invited him. I don't I know why his name like his dad is saying. Why he hasn't missed it? <laughs> Come on, to Joe K. All right, let me read that the headlines because there's only one here to read. So, the Kansas City Chiefs defend the NFL title after beating the San Francisco 49ers in overtime. The Kansas City Chiefs fought back to beat the San Francisco 49ers 25-22 in overtime and win their third Super Bowl in five years. The 49ers came into the first came into the first Super Bowl holding Las Vegas as the slight favourites and were twice on the brink of victory at um, the Ali Giant Stadium. Oh, that makes sense that Usher done it then because it was in Vegas. Oh, that's cool. A last gas field goal by Chiefs um, by the Chiefs made it 19-19 to send the game into overtime. And although the 49ers edged back in front, Patrick Mahomes' touchdown pass to um, McCall Hardman meant defending champions Kansas City cemented their status as the first NFL dynasty since the New England Patriots. The Chiefs have reached four of the past five Super Bowls and became the first team to win back-to-back titles since the Patriots in 2003 and 2004 seasons. At just 28, Mahomes has become the sixth quarterback in NFL history to win three or more Super Bowls, while Andy Reid has become the fifth coach to win three or more. The 49ers remain five-time Super Bowl winners, but have now lost in the big games three times since their last NFL title in 1995. Um, And in some other news, Kenyans Kelvin Kiptum, marathon world record holder, dies in a road accident. Oh, sorry. Sad news. The men's um, marathon world record holder, um, Kenya's Kelvin Kiptum, 24, oh, he's only 24, has died in, in a road accident in his home country. He was killed alongside his coach, Rwanda's um, Javeyas Hakizimana, in a car on the road in Western Kenya on Sunday. Uh, Kiptum made a breakthrough in 2023 as a rival to compatriot um, Kipchoge, one of the greatest marathon runners. 
and we went and it was in Chicago last October that Kipto embedded Kipto's achievement, clocking the 26.1 miles in two hours and 35 seconds. The two athletes had been named in Kenya's provisional marathon team for the Paris Olympics later this year. Um, paying tribute to Kipton, Kenya sport minister Nawamba wrote on X, devastatingly sickening, Kenya has lost a special gem. Um, lost for words. That was very sad. 24's baby. Yeah, very sad, man. Well, thoughts goes out to them and his family. Um, is Tuchoke here back yet? Hello, Tuchoke. You can unmute. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Sure can. Good morning. Okay. Morning, morning. Um, I mean, to be fair, I wasn't sure if I really need to say anything because Esther, like, she did well with what she said. You said a lot. I mean, when you assistant. Your won't. Um. It was not, wasn't in Nigeria that you were reporting on. I mean, I was speaking on the attitudes of. You know, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate down, but I don't know if anyone wants to talk about. The, <laughs> I told you, you can't humble up. The third place playoff. Huh? What did you say? So Congo, South Africa. When was that? That was on Saturday. That was on Saturday as well. Who won? South Africa, love. South Africa. It was. But Congo yeah. should have won. And Pika was dancing on the car. He danced before they did the game. He danced before they did the game. Yeah, but everybody got ahead of themselves. We was all looking for um, a Nigeria Congo final, innit? Yeah, that's what we thought. That was um, that was goals that would have turned the country crazy. If it was a Nigeria Congo final, I might not have went R and B. You know, um, that would have been intense. I I mean, I I think we probably would have won if it was a Nigeria. If we was against Congo, would have won that clear. Is it? hundred percent. Because the way the goals was, the way, yeah, then people weren't playing. <laughs> no, they were playing I think about, in the end it comes. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, to be fair, we had to go overcome a really bad midfield. If you look at, if you look at Ivory Fosis midfield, it's got a lot of good players and they just dominated. I should have warned you. I should have spoke to you before we've done this because I just wanted to um let's see if you could do it off the top of your head. Can you give me like a kind of like any kind of like roundups if that makes sense? Like favorite team of the tournament, player of the tournament, goal, moment, any of these things? Um I think if we're talking vibes, you're probably talking I think a lot of people are gonna talk about Congo, Cape Verde, their story. Yeah, getting through like was like a massive part of like how much the tournament was quite a good tournament because a lot of the bigger teams being knocked out was um was what made it such an exciting tournament. Okay, cool. Um, um player of the tournament. I mean, it. it I I think it depends on how you look at it, because I guess, I can't say for sure who was like a proper standout, standout like throughout in terms of getting to like the last four. Um, But I guess, you know, if we're talking, I mean, I I know people won't want to talk about it, but um, Truce, Truce getting as many goals as he did, as a defender, it's quite a big moment. Mm-hmm. I don't no, think no, he's broken. played at all. Don't project. You're projecting. 
They're trying to say you sound broken because Nigeria didn't win. That's a yeah, lie. He's not got that natural You're projecting. Yeah. Yeah. His no, no, no. You know what it is. Oh, he's whispering. It's because I'm use my I'm I'm in a dead spot. I'm gonna try and move about. Don't don't, okay, don't move about and don't don't let them don't let them do this to you. <laughs> Can't keep an Nigerian I mean, man down. If you're not from Ivory Coast, I don't really know I why. I don't get it. Enemies. Y'all weren't even in Afcons. I ain't been Listen, I ain't been I'm, trying to rub, I ain't been trying to like rub out anybody for losing. You get me? Everybody You just said he sounded like there's no vim in his voice. No, he sounds dejected, but I'm saying for me personally, it was a win for the, so you for, had no horse in this race. For the whole nation. <laughs> I, I had a horse on. Nah, if we, I had a horse. In, I had every horse in the race. Hmm. It was a win for the home nation. I just, I tweeted oh. ages ago. If we win, I'm gonna go crazy, and we won. We won, nah, baby. If we now, but if we're being honest, like the story of Ivory Coast doing what they did is is massive. You're talking. This is a country not too long ago was having civil war, hosting it, the host it, win it, sack sack your your French guy in your your actual Ivory Coast guy to go and do it and win it in his first um, full-time managerial role. Oh, was it in the Ivory Coast massive, as well? It's a massive story. Huh? Where was the Afcon? Ivory Coast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's one at home. Yeah, it was in Ivory Coast. Oh, the whole nation won it. Was yeah. There. Oh, yeah, you've got to put more respect on their name. You're not bigging them up properly. This was big business. But I said we played with them in the, no, no, um, this, no, the first No, they did really like well. And obviously, the guy that scored the winner, like Esther said, had testicular cancer not too long ago. It's a beautiful story. It's wholesome. It's a beautiful, beautiful story. More horns for Ivory Coast, Brent, man. Come on, man. Matter of oh. fact, I think Nigeria actually did that so you can have that story. No shame. I will say, no though, there was one particular moment in the game. No, no, I'm, I'm just going to say one thing. I'm not saying it as a bitter thing. I'm just saying this is what some Nigerians are highlighting. There was a moment, I think, in the end of the first half where Keshi got away with like a high elbow into... Yes, he did. close to someone's face. Then elbow the back of the man's head. I'm just, I mean, I mean... I mean, no I'm not going to say much in it. at all. But that referee... He's he knew where he was. At Ivory Ringo. Because something. No, no, something but he knew right. where he was. Like, it. He was ridiculous. I, I think he, I think Ivory Coast it was always one of those games where you, you're not going to give those decisions because yeah. he knows where he is. Because people need to get home safe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. <laughs> Overall, what are you giving so, the tournament yeah, out of 10? Sorry, I've got my little one here because I have to. Oh, <gasps> no, they didn't say what you said. He did. He did it. Don't let your son talk to you like that. What did it? What? I wouldn't. I wouldn't accept that to be honest with my children. Can you? Make, I, don't, I, don't. I would not accept that for my children. Uh, you know, it's different. All right, guys, I'm I'm gonna drop out anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. How clean that was. It's half term, is it? Oh yes, it is half term, isn't it? See how clean that was. How clean what was? Flipping. No, because the child heard you projecting on his dad. That's what the child said. Child said, "F you." Yeah, you. Oh me. Because oh shit, you were talking about Nigeria. That's why he had enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Daddy, who's your friend? As a matter of fact. Fair enough. Big up to Jackie though. Thank you for showing up for us and showing up. Did a great job of that. Who is it that won this? Someone had a 6 0 situation last night. 
Is this a sports? Have we West done? Ham. Yes, the Premier League results. This man. is ridiculous. You won two. Oh, yeah, do your shit. job. You guys won two. That's a, that's, you guys are back. Huh? This guy was back really... in the race, right? We never really left. Why? What's the point? <laughs> this guy's really doing. He was really loud. Like, never really left. <laughs> you left no clue. Not a Scooby. No, no, no. No man. So yeah, actually, yeah, the Hammers got hammered. Six 0 by Arsenal. Battered him. Rubbish game. Boring game. Definitely no. wasn't. Hmm? Definitely wasn't. I watched it. Boring stuff. Sorry, because you just knew that we were going to just bang them. Just boring. Just whatever. There's just nothing. Oh, I like know. that. Huh? I like that we're here now. Where? Just, just, just banging teams and you're like, this boring. It was just you a rubbish stick. game. The game after was pretty good. Um, Villa United. That was a proper spectacle of football. Mm. You get what I'm trying to say? United started. The first half was good. The second half was probably a little bit worse. You get me, Villa were playing their way into the game and stuff. It just started to look a little bit ropey. But you know, McTominay got the winner in the end. You get me, last minute, away. So Villa dropping points at home. We needed that after Spurs with their last minute winner against Brighton. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? The gap could have got, like nine points could have been shaky. But nah, man. United are there, man. What are we? What was it? Six points behind Spurs, isn't it? I don't know where you guys are, sorry. I don't know. Do you find them? I don't. Even, I don't know where we are, but we're we're, we're six we're six points behind Spurs. Mm. I'm not sure where we are in the league. I have to check. Mm. But that's neither here nor there. Mm. I don't know how many points we are behind you, lot, but it's probably not that many. Yeah, Ten Hag talking smoky, saying we should have won against Arsenal. I mean, we've been playing great. It's just luck's just not going away. Should we have won against you, lot? Where did we play you, again? Home. What was the score? Three one. You lot won three one. Yeah. You scored them late goals. The last. The late, the late goals ran up the score, innit? Yeah, that's that's what made the difference. Yeah, but it weren't really that. I'm trying to remember. The, I can't remember the game. I'm not even joking. I probably yeah, can't remember the game. Fine. Do you feel like we deserve to win that game? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Was it closer than, you, than the scoreline suggests? Yeah. Why can't I fucking remember that game? Was it home? Yes. The early on in the season? Yes. And Garnacho's goal got disallowed and thing and all that. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should have won. Ten, ten Hag's right. Ten Hag's right. Ten, ten Hag is right. Ten Hag is right. I remember now. It's coming, it's coming black to me. Wrong. It's coming black to me. If th- th- that that was like a whisker, VAR done Garnacho dirty. And if we got that goal, that game Imagine was over. if you got the goal that rightly got disallowed. And that's when um, <laughs> Rice scored in the last minute, innit? The, the Jesus one, I didn't even see it. I probably walked out of the pub by then. That was just, that wasn't even, that was inconsequential. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's right. He's, he's right. wrong. No, he's right. He's right. He's I thought wrong. he was talking great. I, only, I wasn't joking. I couldn't remember. Where did you get? Where did you get that from? Because we had more possession. We had more passes. Yeah, because we, we was a, we was away. It was a good away performance. We was defensive. We banked in. We got the goal. That's we scored first. Works. Obviously, we slipped, so we let Odegaard um, equalize almost instantly, yeah. which was our fault again. But then it was a good, solid defensive performance. Probably one That's of our first. It, it was our first good defensive performance of the season, especially in an away game against a top team. You get me? And then we caught you on the counter. We broke, got a natural squad, ref done us dirty. Mm. Then the rest was history. Yeah, no, 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 no. Ten Hag knows what he's talking about. Sure. Mm. What else did he say? Yeah, yeah, sure. So you guys uh, are back. Um, top six, maybe? What do you mean, maybe? As in, are you looking for top six? We're going to finish top four. We were never in doubt. Top four, yeah? What did you say? It was never in doubt. Who's gonna, the top four going to be? Tell me. Uh, Liverpool, City, Arsenal, United. What? Confident, yeah? Don't you watch my shows? Fuzzy? 
Do you think this is a revelation or something? You think I haven't said this? Oh, so you've been saying top four all season? Rude boy, watch me work and you'll see. Trust you me. really think you're not going to finish top four? You're going to pip Tottenham? You're going to pip Aston Villa? I'm not worried about Villa or thing. The only thing that killed us a little bit is uh, Martinez going back down for two months again, man. That was hurt. Because the second he came back, we looked much better already. Once we get our team back, we'll be fine. We haven't had a full team all season, bro. Like, all season, we haven't Likewise, had our strongest us. team. What were you saying? What do you mean? Like, you have put your strongest team. You've no, been had your strongest team. The only person you missed was Timber. You never had Timber in the first place. You never needed Timber. We haven't you never had, had Timber. What? We haven't had party. You don't want a party to play for you. Declan Rice is better than party anyway. About? Declan Rice is better than party anyway. Anyway, 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 anyway. So top four, yes? You've had your full team anyway. No, we haven't. Top four, yes? Yeah. All right. Was Declan Rice, Havertz, and Odegaard the starting midfield when party was fit? When party was fit? Was he, Was they the starting midfield? Yes. That's the. That was Arteta's first verse. That's what he went with. Rice, no, we Havertz, Odegaard. I don't care what you say. When don't party say. was fit, I don't care your what first you choice say. midfield. I don't care what you say. <laughs> And I shouldn't be having this argument because we are where we need to be, right? Okay, okay. We're talking about United. So top four, that's your take, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. All right. All right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah very really interesting. Without a shadow of a doubt, man. You know, it's different, man. Just the caliber of the football club is yeah, different. Yeah, just the caliber. And you don't Muscle know, memory, right? You don't want to know nothing about that being Arsenal. Yeah. Do you know how many kids there are? I forgot. There's like 20-year-olds that's never seen you, man, do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. So. Oh, we had our days in Europe. We've won in Europe in recent history. You know, we've been doing stuff. Oh, you got really Cups. memory lane. <laughs> really? How? Mourinho? I like that you have to talk Mourinho, again. Mourinho won. Because remember the time when, as you Mourinho said, I don't want to talk about United again. We were in the again. final. We, we Mourinho, Mourinho. You came in, you said, Brett, don't talk about um, United again. Mourinho until won. Until say so. And Mourinho, now you're telling me, all right, you're back in. Mourinho just won Just because you won't against Aston Villa? You, Mourinho won the Europa. Oli got in a final. This is interesting. And Ten Hag got in a semi final. So I'm saying we just have, we've had, over in Ten recent history, life? as bad as Ten it's been for, for us, yeah, as bad as it's been for us, yeah, in recent history, we've had better days than you lot. And you lot are forgetting because you was at the top of the league all last year and got nothing to show for it. Mm. So, you're, so you're doing revisionist history and you're just mm. actually forgetting. But mm. in recent history, we've had way more better days Did than you Did you like lot. our game against Liverpool? Did you watch that game? No, I missed it. You really be missing football games these days and you're getting on to me for not watching football games. Shit happens. Yeah. Like the upside down, right? <laughs> Shit happens. Mm. We're missing it. Life, life, life is life, isn't it? I've got to live. Can't catch every game. I would love to. Yeah, but, but it was uh, the most important game that weekend. And it was a spectacle. Where was I for Liverpool? Arsenal. I wasn't sitting down not doing nothing. I would have been doing something. Evidently. I was filming a pen game. Fairs. I'm really proud of you, Pengim. Like, so proud of you. Do you like it? Oh, my goodness. You are really, really tickling me. Whoa. As in... Whoa. Anyway, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Take it wherever you want to take it. As in, my cockles are being tickled. Oh. Hey. You bring bring me joy. Just watching that particular... (laughs) Watch. I can care less. Watching that particular platform. Because I know where you... I don't know where you're going to be taking it. And the sky is just the beginning with you. I've got big plans for that show. But, oh my goodness. I am so proud. I yeah, think no. it's sad how so you proud. never get clipped up. 
What's the guy? Can I get his, <laughs> can I get his details, please? Please, please message me. Please DM me. I've got an idea for what Brent just did. I've, I don't like put our faces on, but let Brent's voice be heard. Ew. <laughs> I pray for you and that particular platform. Amen. For the foreseeable future. Amen. It's only like massive success. It's growing, Amen. man. Onwards and upwards. If you ain't signed up as well, go on um, Pen Game. Instagram and click the link and sign up and get some free tickets to put up on the 25th, Sunday the 25th. It's going to be a great experience. Dope show. Last one was good. Next one's going to be even better. It's totally free as well. So there you go. Put up there. Easy. It's going to be good. Now I'm having fun with Pen Game. I like Pen Game a lot. I like Pen Game a lot. It's growing. And the last couple of episodes, like the live shows, like yeah. look, looking back at them and seeing all like the crowd interaction yeah. and how it looks and the judges and all that. It's proper good still. Yeah. Whoever done that, take the hats off to them. Oh. <laughs> 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 I can't wait. You're gonna come to the next one. Yes, sir. 25th of February, we're there. All right then. But I'm there. I love that for me. Are you there, Brent? Yes, I did. did oh I yeah, tell you did you? say TDA behind yes. the scenes and stuff. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna make it work. We should be live. Yeah, that's great. All the community, man. If you are free, if you are free, come, man. It's a good day. It's it's. it's you know the biggest thing? It's actually fun. Anybody, anytime I shoot, I always say all the time, anytime I shoot it and anybody that's there and they experience it, they're like, no, this is lit. I wasn't sure how that would even translate, translate. in mm. a, on a bigger stage, but it was it was more of the same. Everybody that was there, everybody that was there loved it. You get what I'm trying to say? Enjoyed themselves. So. Where's the next one? Where? Yeah. Same place, Croydon, Croydon Box Park. Nice. So we'll be there. See you there. All right, let's get into Donna here. Okay. He's reading uh email live. This is he's responding. That's what's to. happening. No, because I'm doing this on the thing. I don't know how to open. I'm trying to click this link to open it. Click number one, Brent, but I don't know. Okay. Open link. There we go. Sorry. Did Usher touch Alicia's bum? Well, Usher's in his villain arc, innit? Oh, no, he didn't. He just shaped it. <laughs> Someone said Kiki, Kiki's ex is looking at you like, you see? <laughs> yeah, big up Usher, man. Mm, fine man. Okay, so. <laughs> I mean, I can carry on talking about how fine Usher is. I just think you guys want to hear it. <laughs> no, you couldn't. I, you know what it is? I didn't go forward to the um, Donut here, innit? So I'm doing it in real time. So You're actually, finding out. Huh? As the people are. I'm finding out as everybody else is, and I'm just saying. Okay, let me go in this. Oh, gosh. Sometimes I think these verses <gasps> that E Man picks. Yeah, but there was an LOL. Huh? Yeah. Why don't you go in the LOL? I, did, I thought it was all one thing. Then again, nah, E Man's LOL is different. So let me click on it and see whether LOL really is LOL. Because sometimes LOL is not LOL. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? <laughs> oh gosh, what a show, man. I just saw it being fearful. You know what? It's something. Yeah, well, you know. It's bit of this, bit of that. Most of Have you read this story, E-Man, about the controversial LGBT plus education charity that's encouraging toddlers to question their gender? I haven't. Toddlers? 
toddlers. Until they're like three, three, I say three o'clock. Three years, four years. <laughs> that's what I'm encouraging toddlers yeah, that's, they are denying. to question their gender and they want to replace sir and miss with uh, more gender neutral terms in, in schools. If a kid comes up and says, you know, a three, or four, a toddler, fair in it. But I think if you've got all of them just doing it as a part of the PSHE, mm. that's wild. Three years old, they was they was actively. This kids are trying they to was, unicorns. They were actively encouraging three year olds to question their gender. Yeah, that's mad. Which is stupid because yeah, you can get a three year old to question anything, and they do. Yeah, they do. Why? 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 That's what three year olds do. Yeah, but planting that seed into a three year old is like um, I mean that's perfect grounds for it to 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 to, to, to blossom and thing. I just don't think three I've I've got kids. When they're free, they don't They're dumb. They're, okay, not, they're, not, worried, they're right. not worried about these things. They're literally just trying to be whatever cartoon they're seeing. They're trying to be a unicorn. Anything. Sometimes Superman, Spider Man, Baby Shark, Miss Rachel, all them stuff. All this stuff. Yeah, that's irresponsible. That is Can't irresponsible. That's irresponsible. But apparently, the um, charity that's been doing this is mysteriously shut down. Is that because of backlash, you man? I hope so. You said, I you hope so. Because they shouldn't be able to just be freely out there trying to confuse the children out there, man. It's not right. Yeah, that's right, man. If we're going to stand up for something, it should be something like this. Do you think... Like, what is the, what, do you think there's like a conspiracy theory behind this kind of thing? Like, like what's the, what's the end game of these people that want to, because a lot of this, this stuff with um, gender identity and that, mm -hmm. it wasn't really, really contentious until people started feeling like mm -hmm. there was an attack on the kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? When people started feeling like, oh yeah, they're targeting children. That's when, mm -hmm. you know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Is this just. Are these people just stupid? Is there something more sinister going on? Is there like a a plan? Like what are we doing there? I, I think it's it's early days, man. We can't really tell, but I, I definitely don't think it's for our good. I'll be honest with you. I definitely don't think it's for our good. I think it's just some way to control the people, to 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 have people question. If you can question something like this and make people question it so young as well, mm. I feel like it's just easier to implement anything to society. And I think the powers that be, people out there who've got a certain agenda and moving the human race in a particular direction, it would be easier for them to do it. Mm. We saw what happened with COVID as well. Yeah. Everybody, they had people within the public infighting, just, just accusing people of, of being selfish because they didn't want to get a vaccine because they wanted to ask questions, labeling them anti-vaxxers and all sorts of things. COVID was the biggest I mean, social experiment in human history. They were anti-vaxxers, by definition of the word. No, 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 because a lot of them were fine with getting malaria vaccines, we're fine with getting polio, getting every, everything else. Oh, so you wanted to be specific. Anti-COVID vaccines. Yeah, because, because it seemed like, wait a minute, like one day it wasn't here, the next day it wasn't. What's the next so world initiative? Like, you know they use that, but what's the next world initiative that they're going to roll out? What do you think it's going to be? That's one. Mm. Something keeps brewing. I was thinking, I thought that the other day. So, yeah, so they um, mentioned like a new disease is coming up. Before COVID, I would have told you it was impossible that they can get the whole world on cold and shut mm. it down because mm. as a people, we're just too unruly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would have told you that was not possible. And people yeah. ain't going to listen to nonsense or just take stuff without any information and just believe what you're telling them and all the kind of stuff. I would have told you we got way too much sense Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. But we watched it play out in real time. Yep. And it worked a treat mm -hmm. yeah, across every continent. Mm hmm. In, yeah. on the land yeah so when these next wild things roll out and people are gonna be talking about oh they can't do that they can't do that they just proved to you that they definitely can they're gonna do 100%. it 100 
I just don't know what it's going to be. Well, some people say in population control. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That is, that is, that is a way to get people to, to choose themselves not to have children. What? Yeah. Come again? Because what? Because what, once you remove, no, I no, guess, no, no. Go back to first. As we go back into it's, it's a way to to <coughs> to get people willingly to choose to not have children. How is that a bad thing? No, it's not a bad thing. If if you if you're right, how do I navigate this one? Okay, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. If, for example, in a world where you're open to certain things and you're making certain decisions, and your ability to choose hasn't been inhibited, but in a situation where you're controlling children's youngest three. And getting them to grow up to a certain age and make it easier for them to, to pump them with hormones and have irreversible um, surgeries that can affect you long term when you're an adult and now in the frame of mind to make a decision, then what happens? First of all, you did not explain that point. You went to a whole different point. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, though. That's why I'm, that's why I'm linking it to the whole gender thing. But Wait. you said population control in yeah. that people choose not to have children or encouraging people not to choose not to have children no it becomes a way for people to willingly not choose it because you've made it you've already made a decision earlier in your life thinking you're the one making the decision but you've this, been this is your been, theory right yeah yeah just, just right, theory. Just, just, i don't just get it though i still don't actually just still don't understand and that, disease x is actually something that um black robs uh sent uh, i think an article or a video uh, on the Discord back, or general. No, a couple of weeks back on on Instagram, and I think that's what they're seeing is the next quote unquote big world event, um, disease X. Okay. Yeah. Where they will still have to do the same type of um, everybody staying inside and this that and that. So that. Listen, everyone. Next time I want that was fun, man. I could do it another lockdown. Because you want <laughs> you want to buy them anyway. Yeah, but I mean, still, that little down. What was down. fun about it for you? Go mm. on. What was fun about it for you? Just the whole experience. Go on. Elaborate. Just bringing people together. Yep. <laughs> the whole point was for people to be apart, man. Said bringing people <laughs> together, you know. <laughs> if I'm going to do another lockdown, I need to be married. That'd I built, be funny. I built friends in relation. I mean, I built friends in, in lockdown. Did you? Yeah. Oh, you mean, oh, in Canada? All over the world. England on Clubhouse. No, I went on Clubhouse. It was like FaceTiming and that. But Clubhouse yeah, is still one of the internet. saddest things happened. Use Clubhouse. But yeah, there was that. I built friends, made friends all over the world. That's wonderful. Built um. You use friends so loosely, man. Built brands. I don't like that. What? Why? I don't like Just it. Just throwing friends around. Just threw that label around. It should mean something. Yeah, it does. That's what I said. I made friends. How many friends do you have? Loads. I hear that, but how many friends did you make? What, in I lockdown? Weren't, I weren't really friends. Well, people that I never used to talk to before that I talk to now. Do you still talk to them right now? The ones that you made during lockdown? You don't. They're not friends. Ah. I do talk to them. In How fact, they could me? be friends. Those friends that well, wait, 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 you wait, pause wait, and then the next How time you, you see them, next time you see them, you just continue like nothing, nothing happened. What do you mean? Like it was just yesterday. Oh, that's my kind of friendship. Yeah. Those are friends. Those qualify as friends. So... I'll take back what I said. I've got people you that, that I have speak as many friends to. As you want. I've got people that I speak to that I go out and meet and have a friendship with them that I didn't speak to like that before lockdown. Okay. So what do you mean? I'm just saying that you shouldn't just use friends willy-nilly if it is that you don't actually put in on the relationship. I do put in on the relationship and also like, what is like friends, what is, what? Uh, that word, I'm projecting. Uh, sorry, I'm That word's not as weighted as I'm you're saying. I'm projecting, I'm projecting. I don't like to use friends willy-nilly. Acquaintances. Acquaintances. I see, I think that's rude. People I like to talk to then, but uh, 
No. Why do people do that sometimes when they call their friends acquaintances when they're in a bad mood? Like, why do they want to be like? I think like the acquaintances is is, is rude sometimes. So I'm, I've I've had this argument with people. People try and call people their acquaintances, and I'm like, uh. You know how that's, many that's, people that's probably friend. call you a friend, but you're like, I don't know that man. Sorry huh? to that man. There are plenty of people that will call you friends or brethren, and you're like, huh? I don't know that man. Yeah, but you gotta understand, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very welcoming, and I'm a people person. So they might feel like they're my friend when they're with me. But you wouldn't call them friends. It depends who it was. There you go. Answer your question. I'll be your groove. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that charity is done mm-hmm. here. Let's get into our outro, please. All right, people, as always, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. We, yeah, we appreciate you. Big up our researchers, big up our editors, big up everybody that's on the day after team. Uh, please don't forget to like the video. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, welcome to a new researcher. You're a new researcher. It's a funny story behind that. Can I care to share? So basically, <laughs> is it fine to share, Emmanuel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you right. sure? Yeah, I see what happens. Yeah, I'm up learning. Nice. <laughs> Growth. <laughs> Growth. <laughs> so basically, right, this person sent a couple uh, topics of the day, and they are very, very detailed, right? It's mm-hmm. great topics and whatnot. And they've messaged the TDA Instagram quite a couple of times. So mm-hmm. this person has reached out and said, I would like to be considered to basically join the research team. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if it is, I'm too late, but I would like, and I love people who. They say, I want to join, even Proactive. though you haven't been asking for me. I want to join. Cool. Mm-hmm. I pass it on to Emmanuel. Emmanuel's like, right, cool, cool. A couple of weeks later, he's not going back to the action at hand, right? I did a line. Maybe it was a couple of weeks. Maybe it was a week, right? Okay. But any which way, he's now contacted the person. And he's telling me, hey, mm, I don't think she could be a researcher. Because she's Korean. <laughs> 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 So I'm saying, that doesn't mean she's disqualified. He's like, yes, <laughs> she's disqualified because she's not black. I'm like, how do you know? We've just seen uh, a white Yoruba man. Just mm. so, <laughs> so she could be baby. A, a black, black Korean. Korean. <laughs> just that subject. Ask her. <laughs> Find out. Gosh. It turns out it was a typo. <laughs> She's Jamaican. <laughs> but he, he didn't question whether she was black or not. He just thought, yeah, it must be black. Then she sends a picture. But it's a picture that disappears. So she's a, she's a Chinese Jamaican? No, she's a black Jamaican. <laughs> oh. Black Jamaican. <laughs> I thought you allowed an Albanian Jamaican to exist. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. But yeah. yeah. Tugger. Tugger, that's it. <laughs> Big up all the researchers, man. Big up all the researchers, man. <laughs> uh, don't forget to follow us on social media platforms as well. The day after TNB on Instagram, Twitter, and on TikTok. I was going to call Brian out, but I do that. Oh, well, I haven't, I haven't been putting stuff on TikTok. I've asked you for clips and I have yet to receive one. You know, <laughs> don't, sorry, don't worry about the excuse. Um, if you want to send your dilemmas, voice notes, all that great stuff, and the number to call, well, you can do Discord now, to be fair, actually. Um, the number is 075-6484-1073. Also, you can check us out on Discord the day, the day after. That is our name on there. Sorry, one second. I just. So she's a Jamaican living oh. in Korea. 
I'm joking. She's not Korean at all. There's no uh, connection to Korea at all. She's Jamaican. So um, if a Korean did want to put themselves forward, that like they knew about the show, yeah, she, yeah but they knew about the show, question. they watched it religiously, and they thought they could bring something that's to the that's table. That's and they hit you up and Iman said, "I want to be I a researcher." Want to see Are you going to tell them no? To see the colors of Emmanuel. Now y'all know. There's no United Colors, colors of the New Black. There's not. <laughs> it's just black. And I make no apologies. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. That ain't it, y'all. I'm joking. Black, black is a universal. We're universal people. So we can, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah but I said black is a mindset. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the heart. <laughs> Anyways, you want to email to inquire about the show, feature on the show, all that great stuff, your dilemmas, the number, no, the email address is the day after at thenewblack.com. Wait, wait, wait. Gina sent something and asked you to play it. One second. Oh. Did she send something? Check if, Brent, if Gina messaged you, please. All right. Nope. She? she has messaged me. Oh. See if she messaged the team A phone. Oh, of course she, she has. She has good. Um, she probably thinks it's connected to the podcast. Yeah. It says, hello, play this quickly. Um, Gina, can you send it to my email, please? Thank you very much. You were my superstar. I don't think he even sang that song, actually. I might keep, why do I keep singing that? No, he didn't. No, actually, I think he did. No, he did, he did, he did. That's how we started. All right. I probably wouldn't quick for me to send your email. Thank you very much. I should? Yes, please. I was about to go. Hold on. Yes, so she, she waits right at the last... So she did message CBN. The last, last uh, minute to... Also, all people are trying to make fun of Nigeria, yeah? But you're using Nigerian songs to make... That, do you hear that? You're using Nigerian Shelly Poppy and flipping, um, what's his name, Burner to cuss Nigerians. Don't you hear the irony in that? You couldn't use your songs to do that. Anyway, it's sent. Thank you. Did you catch the um, <clears throat> receipts podcast with Shelly Poppy? Shelly Poppy. You know, I'm gonna listen to my boy him. Yeah, it's gonna make you laugh. He had some interesting takes about racism. Oh gosh. <laughs> to be fair, Shelly Poppy. Like some people are uncancelable because they've told you who they are. Mm. So, oh no. We did not win in the final, but we played in the final to show that we are the giant of Africa. It was a difficult competition. A guitar. We played to the end. So bravo to the Super Eagles. Super Eagles. Don't tempt Nigeria with a good time. That would be a TV ad. There you go. <laughs> that would be a TV ad. Don't you tempt them with a good time now. Love it. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. Big up Gina. Our life has now been changed. <laughs> you are a you are a prick, you know. I'm waiting sometimes. for her to tap my neck when she comes back, does it? Is it what? I'm waiting for her to tap my neck when she gets back. So don't say like you're looking forward to it. Just <laughs> <laughs> a little hoe. Cut the cameras. I'm done. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Peace.